first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. Duval, Bangum, Westside, Jayville. Duval, Hustle House, Frank Coley, he real. Duval, Bangum, Billy, Rankin, throw your D's in the air if you're from the Bangum. Duval, 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 if you're from a city, holler Duval. Chevy sitting too tall, okay. Jaguar on my plate, on my feet, two eight, four five on my hip, okay. set a lame nigga straight. We got a deep swell nigga. I can't even defund Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> foremost we gotta give a special shout out to the sponsors let's start it off with those good folks over at the miller creative group shall we yeah cg our group of talented designers can take your ideas and create something special been needing to wrap your vehicle to promote your business or maybe creating new business cards to stand out in your field maybe you're looking to create a memorable gift for a friend Call us today and speak with a member of our staff and let us handle your vision so you can focus on what's important. Call 904-771-5855 or visit mcg247.com for more information. We got the fire on the 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing, we're just better, duh. Yes, sir, 904 Printing is just better, duh. duh. And y'all know storm season is almost gone, but the damage has been done. Some of y'all got privacy fences looking more like fishnet stockings. You know what I'm talking about? And some of you just want to add that extra security for your family and pets that a fenced-in yard brings you. Well, Paula and Dan, the Freemans, they got you covered. Anchor, fence, and deck can bring those beautiful backyard dreams to life. Just call my buddy Jalen for a free estimate today. That's 904 904- 859-5481 or you can check them out online at www.anchorfence-deck.com all anybody needs sometimes is somebody to hold them down when times are tough and nobody holds it down better than anchor fence and deck boy i am nice with these commercials you hear me let's I go feel, boy i'm about hey, to start bro. charging what talk about Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. The commercial game is on point, but while we at them commercials, let's go ahead and talk about our big homies over at New Jag City. They got the official watch party for the Jags Texans away game, man. Make sure you head on out to Myth Nightclub. Myth Nightclub. That's over at 333 East Bay Street in Jacksonville, Florida. 
Make sure you get in there. They got all type of specials, ain't them, Jay? Yeah, I think they got. Uh, I don't know. I don't know all the specials. But I think they got chicken and waffles specials. Oh. I know they doing drink specials. Oh. I think uh, shit should have five, six TVs for the game, uh, so you can watch the other games too. If you're not watching the Jags, but if you're not watching the Jags, then I don't know what you're watching. I'll fuck with you. But yeah, but uh, they'll be out there. They'll be out there every away game. Um, so every away game, they're gonna be at. Uh, they're gonna be at Myth, man. So uh, everybody check out New Jack City. Make sure you check out New Jack City and get with them for the away games, boy. It's going to be a fun fucking season. And if the season is going to be anything like it was last night, boy, it's about to be a good boy. one. But before we get rolling in it, I want to introduce my, my special guest host for the evening. This is my guy. He has uh, been a formerly a host on the Sports Talk Live from the Bench podcast. Now he's about to roll out with a new show called The Wire. Y'all give it up for my guy, the czar in the building, baby. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's good, bro? What's going on? Man, man. I'm glad to be here. You know, I've been watching y'all boys grow since y'all started. Proud of y'all boys, man. What you Appreciate in Green? You in Wisconsin, right? I'm out here in Illinois now. Illinois, you okay? Well, you Midwest, basically. Yeah, I just be floating. Move your show from the 904 to the Midwest. I oh, damn. That up. Like this? There you go. <laughs> oh man, you can't give can't give big kids can't give big kids big toys, man. Yeah, you know what? Because what we do is <laughs> let's go, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. The moment one of you motherfuckers say some dumb shit, it's gonna be. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, man. So, again, all of y'all currently tuned in. We appreciate you, man. Go ahead and click that share button. Get it out there to everybody. You know, follow us on social media at Minuteal Podcast, except for Twitter. That's at Minuteal Pod. Well, why I hear Echo? That's you. You got speakers. You got your speakers on? Oh, let me let me turn that oh, off. My bad. Oh, yeah. You know, I knew because he ain't got no fucking headphones on. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Yo, y'all make sure that you follow us, man. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's Minuteal Podcast. We keep it real funky for you. Also, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Simply search Minuteal Podcast. It's updated all the time right away right after the show within an hour so we good to go um speaking of jay, I think you know what we need to do no nah, you good okay. let's go you know what we need to do jay i want to give another round of applause because mm-hmm. a minute till podcast has made its way into three countries at the moment no four i'm sorry four countries man we are four countries bro mm-hmm. we out here grinding trying to, hey, trying to get worldwide man it's jazz fans all over the place man 18 states we got listeners across, and what's beautiful is that's simply on our post platforms. That's not even on our live streams we talk about here. That's mm-hmm. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We put zero promotion into that stuff outside of what we do here live with y'all. So shout out to everybody who's been supporting us since day one, man. We really appreciate it, and it's only up from here. Y'all already know. Yeah, Let's we got, get some, into the we got some big stuff coming, dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's get to it, though. News around the league has been fun. So, uh, you know, what's, I don't know what this button does. I just want to press it. Okay, we're going to get to the news. <laughs> hey, so I know what that is because he a DJ, so we're going to hit him one more. That, that, that reggae horn. Oh, my. Oh, my. 
I had a phone call. Oh, Lord. Oh, but you know what? I don't got it on air, so we good. All right, let's jump right into the news, though, man. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, fellas, but last night uh, we had football. NFL football was back, and boy, was it good as the Dallas Cowboys headed out there to Tampa Bay Mm-hmm. to take on the champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't know what y'all expected, but I was expecting Tampa to hang it up and go 30 on them boys easy. Yeah. Bro, look, bro, honestly, bro, I didn't even watch the game up until right before Tom Brady threw that, uh, that first touchdown. Like, I was watching Big Brother, dog, and I, I knew the game was on. Yeah. But <laughs> I knew the game was on, and I was flipping back. I was like, man, I'm, and then I, as soon as I flipped over, they, I'm, uh-huh. I'm guessing. I guess when well, they struggled on the first drive, punted, Dallas punted, and then they and then they drove 90 yards and or 95 yards and put the score. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. this is looking. And then it started getting out of hand early. And then I was like, bro, I'm not yeah. gonna. I was like, all right, bro, I'm probably not gonna finish watching this game because it looked like they about to skunk these boys. And right. then Dallas came down, scored. It was 14-7, and then shit. Yeah. smoke started coming. Yeah, I was, I was I was expecting the same thing, but dude, see, I'm the oldest of y'all. I'm 44. Yeah. And if you hit 40 and it's time to go to work and time to go to bed, that pillow gonna call it. So just like as you can't say, you know, uh he was, you know, he watched the first quarter and then touchdown and then switched to something else. Next thing you know, I was asleep. My yeah. eyelids was watching each other, and when I woke up, Tom Brady and everybody was doing the interview. You know, mm-hmm. when I went back to watch the game, I was one of those. People that said they gonna get their ass whooped. Um, yeah. I was surprised. I ain't gonna try to jump in too soon, but me, me, uh, me and Kenny, we had to talk about the Dallas game plan. Which I ain't gonna lie, Jerry Jones was with the poker face the whole preseason. You know, we the were checking on Dallas. They ain't got nothing. Dallas ain't showed nothing nope. at all. No. And what did they come out with? Dallas came out slinging the ball, and uh-huh. we already talked about why you don't take the seven step drop. Because that D-line is crazy. You got Jason Pierre-Paul, which was an uh-huh. ex-pro bowler. Mm-hmm. You got Vader, which is bigger than two offensive you know, guards. Mm-hmm. And you got another pro bowler. So that, that D-line is vaunted, if you ask me. So Yeah. Now, that defense, that defense over in Tampa Bay is monstrous. And that's <laughs> why I thought that it really wasn't going to be close, for real. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be close because I expected Tampa to come out and cook, and I didn't think that Dallas's offense was going to be able to handle that defense. Zach Martin's out. That's right? what I'm so Zach Martin. That's, that's your best say. offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. He's out, yeah. and now you got to figure out who the hell is about to block Sue and Vita Vey. Vita Vey is one of the nastiest, <laughs> biggest, meanest Samoa. That motherfucker looked like Rakishi. Yeah. Yeah. And Umaga had a baby together. This man just put the center in the quarterback lap. Dak Prescott looked like Santa Claus with a center in his lap asking what he was doing. He just went through and just, he's like, oh, come here, come here. Like, I'm like, Ooh. you can't just, I'm like, bro, that's not normal, bro. Just to, no, just bro. to take a 300-pounder and run through him. You get your ass yeah. last Boy Scouted doing some shit like that. Yeah. You're going to embarrass me out here. What are you thinking? You're going to push me into my own guy. And think I'm gonna let you walk? Well, I'm hitting you in the dick. You're getting dick punched right away. Crotch pop, bow right away. I got, I got a question. I got a question for both of y'all though. If you're if you're a Dak Prescott uh-huh. and you take your three step drop and you see your center getting pushed in your lap, what is your facial expression right now? <laughs> yeah, right, my eyeballs big. My eyeballs like Tom and Jerry. Boom! Like whoa, what's going on here? I'm telling you. Know? you <laughs> 
that was yeah, a bad yeah. situation. That was a very, very yeah. bad situation. Um, but overall, Dallas's offense performed. And I think yeah. that I, I now I know Dak threw for over 400 yards. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, what was the exact number? It was like 400 yards, 400 and I got it right here. 403 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Mm-hmm. Hey, we talked about this. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but we talked about Joe Burrow, right? Throwing the ball 60 times, right? That was off air. That was off air, yeah. Dak Prescott threw the ball 58 times. Yeah. Tom Brady threw the ball 50 times. Yeah, they wasn't running. They couldn't get those. They didn't want to get, really get the run going. That was crazy. That's crazy. I don't care if you have Tom Brady or not. It is not ideal to throw the ball 50-plus times a game. That, yes. is not, that is not good offense. But, but wait a minute. Let's, think about defense. This. Let's think about this. What kind of throws were they? You got to admit, Dallas, neither one of the two teams could actually run. But you had the Cowboys throwing the screen, which yeah. is equal to a handoff to Ezekiel uh, Elliott, you know, for the five, six yards. Right. So barring the injury that, that Dak had, I think they managed it pretty good for what it was. Yeah, and yeah. then and even Tampa Bay, I mean, at the same time, it's just like when Tom was in New England, if they can't get the run going, it's we either gonna they gonna, gonna toss to the flats with the running back or short pass, short pass, short pass, middle, 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 chop it up, chop it up. Because mm-hmm. if we can't get the run going, I'm gonna we're gonna have these long extended, pretty much extended handoffs, and we just gonna get three, four yards, three, four yards, three, four yards, first down, three, yeah. four yards, take a shot, three, four yards, three, four yards, take another shot, like. That's the formula. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they're going to do what they got to do, it's just if that run ain't working because they, they tried it. They wanted to run yeah. the ball. Shit, they did. Uh, but- they did. I mean, Zeke had 11 carries for 33 yards. He was averaging three yards per carry. I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah, shout out to Tony mm-hmm. Pollard, man. Tony Pollard mm-hmm. managed on my, on my fantasy team. He showed out last night. I mean, not I, that's all I needed. Nine points. That was more than he was projected to get, but he had mm-hmm. three or four catches for 30-something yards. So right. it's like – and I didn't need, I didn't need, you know, I didn't need them to come out here and do it. I just expected Tampa to hang 30. I expected mm-hmm. Dallas to put up like 14 points. Oh, we get a 31 to 29 game. Zerline's job is safe, yeah? Because he makes that kick that would have won the game, you think? Yeah, but if Zerline didn't miss the other kicks, they win, uh, potentially. What about what about the 60? Are you faulting him for the 60? Because uh, what he missed, what did he miss? He missed two and a PAT. No, oh, yeah, well, one he missed a sixty-yarder, and he missed a normal kick in a PAT. Yeah, so I'm no, not. I'm not sixty a normal kick like that's a no, 60. no, no. I, yeah, I don't. I don't blame him on the sixty. He was just short. It was on. It was on target. Yeah, it, it, hung was left, it hung left. And but dropped. but the uh, but the, the the PAT and then the uh, the thirty-something yarder, or whatever yeah. the chip shot. You got to hit those, bro. That's four points. That, right. that is true, but we can't really pile on the kicker because the announcer did say he came off back surgery, I do uh-huh. believe, and he he hasn't been yeah. kicking the whole preseason. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I mean, we dealing very, with the same situation in Jacksonville with Josh Lambeau yeah. coming off that big yeah. hip injury. Yeah, but, but that's why but, I was uh, happy he was kicking shit in the preseason, kicked everything in the preseason because he's got to get the reps. Yeah. I mean, for the, for the Cowboys not to release him or cut him, that shows confidence you know, going into the season. You know, it's only the oh, first yeah. game. You can get better. Yeah, no, Greg, I mean, and Greg Zerline is, is certified in the league. He's not no bum kicker. He has a he, – and he has a long – and he has a, a leg. But, I mean, yeah. 60 – like I said, 60s aren't normal field goals. 45, right. 45, 50, those are long too, but 
you kind of expected to make a forty-five to fifty-yarder when you're in the NFL now nowadays. So, right, like I said, I, I don't think they should cut him. I didn't think they should have cut him. It's just, I would say four points off the board instead of seven. Some people were saying seven. I don't yeah. say seven, but it is four points off the board. Not everybody is Josh Scobie, Jay. Not everybody can hit them sixties. You know, not everybody can do There's one thing I want to harp on. We talked about it behind uh, behind closed doors. Both teams played uh, uncharacteristic football. Uh-huh. You had the, I forgot his name, Tampa Bay's wide receiver. What? Fortuna. He caught like, what, two fumbles, I think. He just made a mistake. You know. Yeah, Galway, he, uh, he had the damage. fumbles and the yeah. drop pass and the d- yeah. deep drop pass. I mean, that was tough because he. That was, that was, that was tough because they showed how he looked like, yeah, that you got to know where the ball is, but I guess he looked yeah. inside and then when he yeah. looked inside, he saw the ball was over there. But yeah. he was close. I'm like, you got to, you got to haul that in, bro. Think about also, this: you saw two, you saw two teams compete on Thursday night, and there was four 100 yard receivers. Yeah, yep. Also, Dallas, like we talking behind closed doors. Dallas, to me, if we're inside the red, they had numerous times inside the red zone to get in there. We gonna nut up. We we gonna gather the troops. We going three tight ends, full back and a running back. We going jumbo package. We running straight at Tampa Bay. I don't yeah. think t- Tampa Bay is tough. I don't think Tampa Bay is that tough. Right. It's a lot, it's a lot of Tampa Bay three, three straight times. They're going to give something up. Yeah. You know, they a lot of teams give a lot of teams just too much respect. And I think that's yeah. what that was in that situation where it's like, like you said, they're tough. But it's like, yeah, y'all, I don't know how tough y'all are. Like, y'all are really good defense. But y'all do. Right now, y'all are riding the bravado of y'all the Super Bowl. You're riding yeah. the bravado of Tom Brady. Like, so it's it's a lot that goes into it. But like you said, man, fuck that. It's football. Smash them off this shit. We in the red zone. Figure this yep. shit the fuck out. Cause I, yep. it don't make no sense if we get down here. We can't score. Field. Man, like I said, we <laughs> run away from him. I'm run. I'm running the ball at the boy with uh with one hand. That's what yeah. I'm doing every time. Every. <laughs> I'm lining up. I'm lining up the tight ends on his side, uh-huh. and we just. I'm running away from him. I'm running away from him. Boy, you call. Nobody gonna have to show me something. Nobody gonna have to show me something. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man. Yeah, hey, Clubber, hey, Clubber, hey, Clubber Lane gonna have to go crazy, but we're gonna run that bitch <laughs> But sometimes when it comes down to it, even though I call it a three yard cloud of dust, you gotta make Tampa Bay respect the point that you're gonna run. Even though you yeah. ain't got yards all night, they still, you still gotta run it up in there so they can, so they can play their keys. You may be able to go right. play action off. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what else hurt him, and I ain't really been talking about it yet, but that boy Dak, like, the arm, yes, going crazy. He he did not want to run at all. Oh, he no. did he didn't want, and I don't think they won this the first game. But it's yeah. like even that when he got that that two yard game, he had a two yard game late in the game where he had all the time in the world. Where if that was old, if that was Dak Prescott last year or any previous time, he would have been scrambled out of the pocket. He he dropped back fifteen something yards. And he was scrambling, scrambling, just looking, 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 and then decided to run at the last second and just ran up the sideline got two yards. Whereas, yeah. like, he was old Dakota, old Dakota, would, as soon as he seen downfield, was, uh, now he turned and he looking to see where he could go and we going to get a first down. But you could tell, like I said, between either him or coaches, I know Jerry's like, hey, you, you're a quarterback. <laughs> 
Right. You, throw, you throw the ball. Hey, don't you go out here and fuck around and get hurt on me, boy. You understand me? I done gave yeah, you a couple you a lot, million. I just, gave you a lot of, I just gave you a lot of money, boy. And, I uh, gave you a lot of money there, boy. Don't you go out there and do that. Okay. But I think that's what I think they're gonna have to get over that. That's that's one of that's one of his weapons. Yeah. He, he has to be able to attack in the run game. He just has to be smart, get down and not, yeah, you can't play timid. And I think I saw a little bit of that. Like I said. Moving in the pocket and throwing and doing all this because he, he looked athletic, he looked fine. It's just something is in there, like I said, either here or upper 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 management is like, hey, we need you to be throwing the ball. Right. I don't think I don't think that can maintain. I don't think the Cowboys can maintain maintain that kind of offensive uh, output for the season. I don't expect them to. You know what I'm saying? I, I do expect them to explode like they did last night, but to have that pace, I don't think they're going to do that the whole season. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, they could be a high-powered offense again. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The last couple of years, they still they weren't winning games. The defense was really bad, but they've been a pretty high-powered offense. Uh, I mean, when they're especially when they're able to run the ball because they can just kind of run it up. But the boys were scoring, and before he got hurt last year, Dak was going crazy. Like that was going crazy last year before he got hurt. So I, I do expect, especially with CD Lamb coming on a little put a little bit stronger. They say he gained like 15 pounds. Uh Amari Cooper, I mean, showed last night he's the number one receiver. Uh oh yeah, we he, gotta put that CD Lamb number one receiver talk to rest, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He I, 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 yeah, he's not there yet, but he gotta put together, he's gotta put it together a little bit more. Um is Gallup gone? I know he didn't come back last night. Yeah, he he out for a little bit. Oh, yeah. He out for a little yeah. bit. So they're gonna have to start. Yeah. Uh, with the, that tight end gonna have to start getting open. But overall, hell of a fucking game. Hell yeah, of that's a fucking the, game to keep that's up the best way. Twenty one season. That's the best way. They usually try to do something like that. I remember when the uh, I remember when the uh, when the Broncos and the Panthers played. And that game was wild. Right. <laughs> right after the Super Bowl, when they had that fucking rematch. Uh huh. <laughs> no, you can't even talk about them. You can't talk about them. Hey, 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 hey. It was hey. Payton Man. It was Payton Man in the opening night. Hey. Yeah. We're going to keep it clean. <laughs> but, man, yeah, it was a hell of a way to kick off the season, man. And hopefully, uh, everybody can live up to expectations because them two teams set the bar hella high. So, expectations going into Sunday are going to be through the roof. We appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. We are the Minute Hill Podcast. We are here with special. Guest co-host Dazar from The Wire, man. And uh, you guys can call in with any thoughts you have or any takes you want to give, any shout-outs you want to give. Give us a call, man, 904-878-3868. Some of y'all was camera shy, so we ain't going to bring y'all on the camera, but you can call in on the phone, text in as well, comments, whatever it is. If they good, we'll read them. Otherwise, call in. We'll give you some time yeah. on the air to talk your shit. Marino in the Shout out to Marino. Yeah, Marino in the building. Side. I think Marino finished boot camp, right? Drill yeah. instructor school. Just, he I'm, I'm about Marino, to say, he said, because it was, it was six or eight weeks or something. So it should be, either way, it should be right around the end. He, if he's not done, he's about he's to be done right before the home opener. Because I think mm-hmm. I think we was talking about linking up at the home opener. He said, I think mm-hmm. he was graduating like right around that day. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Marino, man. Wait, 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 wait. You said drill school? Drill yeah. instructor school, my man. Like when you join the military and you get off the bus and they they hollering at you? Yeah. Congratulations, my boy. He was in the military and then he went to school for that. Yep. So 
Yeah. Shout out to Marino. <laughs> yes, man. That's that was up, the bro. wrong button. <laughs> <That's what's up. laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> oh, moving on with the news, though. Moving on with the news. Moving on with the news. Uh, quote the Raven Nevermore, bro. The Ravens, Jesus Ooh. Christ. Baltimore has suffered the worst luck in the history of worse luck than Andrew Luck. These boys out here, everybody got a torn ACL. They are the Oprah Winfrey injuries. You get a torn knee. You get a torn knee. You get a torn knee. Everybody, bro. This is bad. So J.K. Dobbins goes down during the preseason. And then Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters tear ACLs on back-to-back plays in practice. That's crazy, dog. Whoa. I remember when Dante Fowler tore his ACL on a non-contact rookie OTA day. I was there, bro. You were there? Yeah. I thought we were cursed at that moment. I said, this is terrible. Yeah, bro. This? This is the the worst case of luck I've ever seen. Yeah, that's on both sides of the ball. You're two two of your main guys. Can I say something? I don't want to be there. Yeah, for sure. Jordan LeBranch, can you hear me better now, Jordan? I saw your comment. Can you hear me better now, sir? Go ahead, bro. Talk your shit. I don't, I don't want to be the ball-headed prophet of doom on this one. Um, <laughs> this, I, I would first. <laughs> I, I first of all, I wish no injury on on any player, no man. He's not ball by choice, by the way. Oh, no, nah, bro, watch out, son. <laughs> don't play me like that. <laughs> no, for real. I'm not a fan. Of the camps being shortened, um, and I solely believe this coming from my soul. Even though the camps were harder back in the day, like the Tom Coughlin camp, to get through that camp, the Tom Coughlin camp, it was a miracle. But it built your body up to a way you could withstand the injuries. We all know the ACL is one of the injuries you don't bounce back directly from. Right. But I just think them shortening the camps are basically stopping the inevitable that's going to happen regardless. I'm not yeah. saying it was their fate to for these injuries, but these injuries are gonna happen sooner or later. And I'm thinking if they had longer camps, they would have got hurt in camp instead. That's just yeah. me. I when it's time you. for that thing to pop, it's time for that thing to pop. There's yeah. definitely a correlation with the softening of training camp, <clears throat> lessening of preseason to injuries spiking, I think. And I think that yep. their goal in doing this was for it to be the opposite. I think in their mind. They were going to come out here, shorten camps, make them easier, make the preseason easier, and it was going to help guys Man, be healthy for long term. But it's not. Just like you said, bro. These guys are making these. These guys are smart. When you, you think about it, the games are about to start now, and we had the preseason. But get, guys are making certain cuts for the first times. Like you know what I'm right. saying? Like they haven't been mm-hmm. doing that shit because they know it's non-contact. I, I can compete, but I'm not going 100. percent Where it's like, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's why. Like I said, just like I said, Tom. Yeah, that's what. They was out there going hard. And so, well, just like you said. Did you hear what Brady they, had to say, you know what Brady mm-hmm. had to say about the defense? And, uh, oh, yeah. And how, how the rule changes that are that uh-huh. are helping the offense are actually crippling the game? Yeah. How we talked you know about what it is. And how it's making, it's allowing offenses to make mistakes, essentially. Yep. It's allowing them to not be as good, and it's, it's bringing down the value mm-hmm. of the game. I thought that was great, especially mm-hmm. to be said by the GOAT. That was yeah, because he knows, and he, he just and, and and honestly, what I read it was like, hey, man, y'all making this shit way too easy for me. Exactly. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm forty, I'm forty plus. I can come out here for another three years. You won't touch me, motherfucker. I can play. To, I can play. To, what, what, how old is Tom Brady? Forty three or forty four? Forty four. 
44. He's 44. Man, Tom Brady, the way – if he stay healthy – bro, the shit that he's doing to keep his body right, he takes yeah. care of his body. There's people that are older that are older than him. Look at Shannon Sharp. Yeah, he's been out of the game for a long time. So Ooh, been, yeah. And you don't need him to actually do that. But Tom Brady – you saw that arm last night? You saw that arm last night? That's a boy, man. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But you saw that arm last night? I think that I think that I think that you coming through your 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 laptop, Mike. Who me? Yeah, I think if you click that settings, not you, Jay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah if yeah. you click the settings button down, not yeah. on not on your pad, on your computer. Yep. If you look down below, you see settings. If you click that and then you click audio input, I bet you can change it and put your Zoom on there. Because you just got close to that mic and talked, and it didn't it change your voice of... at all. Yeah. And I think you're coming through that. Now. Yep. So get close to the mic and talk. Am I good? No, nah, you the same. Oh. Am I good? I mean, you good. I just, I just, I felt like that was happening. I felt like that earlier when you started talking. I was like, he should sound better than that. Okay. All right. It's okay. It's this software, bro. It takes a second. It takes a minute to play with it. But the Ravens, the Ravens situation is terrible. They go out, they sign Le'Veon Bell, though. They get him on a practice squad. Then they jump in. They grab Latavius Murray now. Um, I mean, but what else you going to do? I was about to say. Who else you going to sign? There's nobody else out Ty Gurley. (laughs) Like, what else you going to do? Le'Veon Bell, to me, doesn't fit the Ravens running style. Right, he has that hit it, wait three yards laterally to bounce it out of way. The Ravens running backs historically have hit it, hit it hard, and they're gone. Right, Jamal yeah. Lewis, all the all the past running backs, they when they hit it, they gone. But right. do you think? But do you think with him being back there with Lamar Jackson, that that kind of changes things? Because like I said, those guys ran up straight up the middle, but those guys never had a quarterback who was a threat at running too. Because you running. You're running that read option with Le'Veon. That's kind of nasty screens. He's a really good receiver running back. Like I think I he think was he, asked I think, to be a patient one-cut runner before, too. Like, they no systems. It, it allowed him to be the patient, wait yeah. for it, cut and go. Well, because they, well, they needed be a good well, – Well, you got to think, though, because in um, in Pittsburgh, they, they needed – they had that big, strong offensive line. It wasn't like a mobile line. They need to protect Ben so he could make a read. They're going to open that bird. Pounce it. Man, they're opening that, they're opening that shit up. His zone blocking schemes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but when yeah, they, he plays best in his zone schemes. <clears throat> yeah, look, look, shit. We play, like I said, I don't, it's just. This is a zone Looking at, looking at matchups. If Le'Veon, because Le'Veon had a decent year with it, just uh, no. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't Le'Veon Bell ish. It wasn't Le'Veon Bellish. No, it definitely I mean, wasn't Le'Veon Bellish. They were a two-win team. Though, I mean, right? Le'Veon fucked himself. Let's be real. Le'Veon, exactly. yeah, Le'Veon yeah. had the money thing set out. I mean, he really hurt himself. Yeah, but he should still, he should still be in time, this Because of that, Le'Veon has a lot less miles on him than yes. any other back on the market that's his caliber. Yeah. But, but let's, let's be real about something. Le'Veon Bell fell into the, pit, the, the perfect situation with Pittsburgh. You had a quarterback. Right. You had a tight end. You right. had wide receivers. You had AB. That he, the, it was the perfect spot. He didn't have to be the man. He was a, he was a a, a piece of the machine. Right. Now he's now teams are looking for him to produce to be the man. man. He's not that kind of back because the line well, he won't is need to be there now, player. right? Not in Baltimore. He shouldn't need to, right? Because you have the quarterback who can do so much. He, your quarterback could be your leading rusher essentially. 
You have the quarterback, and then you have a good wide receiving core. You have a ton of speed, so they're not able to really stuff the box on you. So I expect gonna be, it's going to be a lot of vertical. His best career since Pittsburgh. Well, he was okay. He was okay in Kansas City. I got a different for you. I'm not a Lamar Jackson hater, but I group in Lamar Jackson with Cam Newton. Right. You got the four. In order to beat Lamar Jackson, you have to force him to throw vertically. Right. And I'm not talking to the tight end. I'm talking about his one and twos. His tight end is his safety blanket. Once Lamar Jackson, once they take away that tight end, like San Diego and all these other teams that have played them in the past and they got an early exit out the playoffs, they've been forcing him to throw those dimes, which he can't throw. Hopefully, he's gotten better as far as accuracy. But if I'm a defense and we got to face Le'Veon Bell, we are stacking the box. We're keeping Lamar in the box and we're, we're checking for Le'Veon. We're to make you throw to the sideline over the top. Right. Like Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown got no hands. Yeah, Hollywood Brown has no hands. He has elite speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he is not a consistent receiver. Um, Lamar yeah. Jackson does struggle with the deep ball. I mean, he struggles with accuracy, period. Um, so no, hundred percent. That's how you take them out. But I think Le'Veon and Latavius Murray will will do. They'll fit in here. I think Latavius Murray will be the starter, and Le'Veon Bell will do it. You know, you expect Le'Veon Bell to do. But it's just it's just a bad situation for them. Man, that was a ton of injuries. So you know that sucks for them. Uh, moving on in the news, though, the Jacksonville Jaguars announced their captains. Why keep hitting the laugh button, Jay? I don't know, man. It wasn't funny, bro. It kind of, it was kind of, it was touching, it was touching, bro. It was a clap, bro. I wanted to. Yeah, there we go. You know, I gotta, I'll be a terrible DJ. You have to mark. You have to put some tape around that shit and mark it. What if you was at a wedding and played the wrong song, boy? You hit something. Oh boy. So, yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars announced their captains, man. Captains are Joshua Allen, Miles Jack, Shaq Griffin, Sean Jenkins, Brandon Linder, Trevor Lawrence, and Marvin Jones, all voted on by their peers. They say that Miles um, Jack was the most voted captain. Does that surprise you? Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. His play, his play on the field. We right now. Absolutely. And Trevor Lawrence was number three in votes, man. Shout out to the rookie, dog. Shout out yeah. to the rookie. Oh, I hit the right button. <laughs> Coming in and doing his thing. And and not only, like, that's the thing. Like, if you played the game, you know, um, if you get voted on by your peers as a captain, that does mean something. It is very special. If a coach doesn't just pick you and you are actually voted on by those guys around you to be a captain, yeah, that's pretty dope. And so for the rookie to get the vote, Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So shout out to them. And I don't know if you saw this, Zaw, but he actually the Jaguars actually announced the captains during a giant public meeting with all the players. And the way they did it was they had uh, videos play from the players' families announcing the captains. So like Josh Allen and his wife and kids announced that he was the captain. Miles Jack's mother, Trevor Lawrence's girlfriend. It was just dope. All around, all around That's a dope way do to do it. That's the yeah. way you do it. That's very good. cool. Very cool. Memorable moment. Uh, while we are on the Jaguars, we also had some number changes take place today. Mm. Ah, this is uh, this is going to take a minute. Let's get to it. So, first of all, the dopest number change, I'll say, was Hottie. Okay? Jahai Ward is now number six. We have a single-digit number on the defensive line. I love it. I love it. Hottie is that type of dude. Uh, 
he he's a he's a number six type of guy to me. He's a single digit guy. I love Hottie's energy. Love love his atmosphere. Uh, wish he would unblock me on Twitter, but it is what it is. Shout out to Hottie. Um, <laughs> but also we had another number change take place, uh, and that was one Taven Bryant moving from ninety to ninety three. Now this allowed Malcolm Brown to then move to ninety. So that was the other change. Jay, would you be surprised if I told you that Jacksonville Jaguar Twitter and Facebook community is angry and are, are totally, totally upset that Taven Bryan is wearing Calais Campbell's number? Uh, no, I wouldn't be surprised at all, bro. Because we're all... Jacksonville Jaguar Twitter are, and I quote... Taven Bryant should not be allowed to wear the number of a Jaguar legend. Those of you currently tuned in, I apologize in advance because you like me, but you probably won't like me after this. Let me tell you, this is why we are not allowed to have nice things. This is why we get made fun of by other fan bases. A Jacksonville Jaguars legend? Yeah, right. We are calling Calais Campbell a Jaguars legend. Let me explain to you what that means. That puts him up there with the ranks of Marcus Burnell, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell, Tony Bracken, John Henderson, Marcus Stroud. Is anybody upset that there are people wearing 99 and 98 right now? Is that a concern for anybody? No, not at all. What is the problem with Jaguar fans where we feel that because you showed up here and did your job consistently for a cup of coffee, that somehow makes you a legend? And this is not a rant on Calais. I love Calais. I have a Calais jersey in the closet behind me right now. Absolutely. He's a great player, bro. He's probably going to get to Hall of Fame maybe, bro. I don't know. Legit. I don't know if he will, but he may. Hundred percent. I I firmly believe Calais <clears throat> Campbell will find his way to the hall at some point, especially yeah. if he gets a Super Bowl ring. But yeah, Calais yeah, Campbell yeah. was here for three seasons, fellas. Three yeah. seasons. That's it. Let me tell you how silly it sounds for us to be complaining that somebody is wearing Calais Campbell's number. There was a wide receiver once. He played for a team called the New England Patriots. He played there for three seasons. Do you hear the Patriots fans saying nobody is allowed to wear Randy Moss's 81 anymore? Mm. No. Never no. <laughs> Never. The Patriots have seven numbers retired in franchise history, none of which belong to Randy Moss. He was there for three seasons, fellas. Three yeah. seasons. It smells... That's it. Hey, I don't know if I can cuss up here. It smells like two packs of ass. And I'm here to double down. That I, I, I mean, for real, I, Calais Campbell is a hell of a talent. I wouldn't even say he's Ring of Jaguars or uh, Ring of Honor. No, uh, not it's three seasons. I would say I would say Arizona before I said Jacksonville. Hundred percent. Calais Campbell retires today. Where, who does he sign with to retire? Cardinals. No, if he like, if you just about you was, the thing with you was just about to say is what I said earlier. If he found his way back here. To finish it off and get a ring, then then we start talking because yeah. a championship is what kind of because we didn't get we don't have a championship so the standards of getting up on there and right. maybe people not wearing your number means you got to win a lot of games and we got to go to the playoffs. Won a Super Bowl yeah. in, the, in that spectacular twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen, it was a sixteen sack season. 
Yeah, well, fourteen and a half in the regular season, and I think okay. uh, two in the postseason. So if he, yeah, if he comes in there in that in that sixteen sack year and he wins the Super Bowl his first season in Jacksonville, then yes, we can have a conversation. Then yeah. we could be that's, having that's a, a that's a legit that's a stats. and that's and that's a legitimate argument right there, and I wouldn't even be upset for anybody right. who made it because that's I that's his probably, best that's his yeah. best statistical year. Yeah, right. But that's what somebody said. He's had so many championship. He's had so many sacks, and he had so many sacks in those three seasons. Nobody's ever put together three seasons like that. And I'm like, okay. He's like Tony Bracken didn't put together. Juan Smoot came pretty close, huh, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got six and a half and six and a half. That's what Calais got his last year here was six and a half. Right, and that made him the Pro Bowl, huh? Yeah, Calais Campbell made the Pro Bowl with six and a half sacks. You know what, though? That's the society we live in now, man. We so quick to give somebody a jacket or the props too soon. Yeah. Like they give away Hall of Fame jackets too soon. Right. You got guys like Tony Brackens, uh, Marcus Stroud, John Henderson, all them guys. Right. You know, that have been more productive and, and teams had to pay way more attention to those guys I named. Yeah. And take the away from uh, Calais, but no, yeah. man, there's a, there's a line ahead of him, man. Yeah. This is not this is 100% not a Calais rant, a Calais hate. No. Mm-hmm. Calais was incredible. Calais was one of the best. Hey man, hey, your peanut gallery, watch out, man. <laughs> hey, you in, hey, you in hostile territory over I here. Bro. I'll be at the game next week though. I'll be at the game. <laughs> Yo, so, so Calais was an incredible player. He was an incredible Great leader player. in the locker room, an incredible uh, leader in the community. He was amazing for Jacksonville across the board, without a doubt. But for us to get up here and, and publicly humiliate ourselves by saying that Taven Bryant, who has played for the Jacksonville Jaguars for more years than Calais Campbell, is not allowed to wear his number because he is a Jaguar legend. That is buffoonery. That makes us look silly. And as I said, Randy Moss played for the New England Patriots for three seasons. Out of those three seasons, he had one that was phenomenal. I'm hearing echo again. Am I coming back through somebody's speakers? I'll come back through your speakers again, bro. Um, He had one, one season that was absolutely phenomenal. That was 2007 where he had 23 touchdowns. Holy shit. 23 touchdowns. That's Calais' 2017 season, 16 sacks, and then he followed that up with two less than less than uh, less than 23 touchdown seasons, but still great seasons. They're not retiring Randy Moss's jersey in New England. People are still allowed to wear 81. So you guys have got to stop putting these people on pedestals. What it looks like is you had a girl, right, and she cheated on you, and she left you, and you was down and out, and you was emotional. And then you went to the gym and you started lifting. And while you was lifting, you looked to the left on the treadmill. And oh my, what do you see? But two giant hams bouncing back and forth. Booty shaking like jello. You walked up to you and said, howdy, miss, how you doing? Next thing you know, you was banging, banging, banging. And your dumb ass tried to fall in love. That was not what she was there for, sir. She was there to get you through. Fall in love with Miles Jack. You drafted him. He's here forever. Fall in yeah. love with Trevor Lawrence. You drafted him. He going to be here forever if you treat him right. Don't mm-hmm. treat him like you treated Jalen. Please don't. Oh, no, they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. Break your heart. <laughs> That's what we do, man. That's what we do. We get these free agents. We let them come in, and now, hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Brian shouldn't have made the 53. Gatsis was better. Adam Gatsis is still on his roster, no? 
I don't think so. Adam Gossis is on this roster. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. Make me look. I did not see Adam I Gossis. We, hey, I know he was supposed to be the next best thing in Denver. He wasn't. I know that. We had him for like four or five years. Hey, who do we talk to? Who do we talk to uh, for Jaguars.com for, to get on this little podcast link? I see the podcast link. I'm looking at it right now. I think we should be on it. I'm just saying. Let's see. I'm pretty sure Adam Gossis is still on his roster. Am I tripping? Yeah, he's right here. He's on the roster. What are you talking about? Adam Gossis didn't get cut. I know he didn't get cut. What's wrong with you? Who said that? <laughs> Robert Otzert, you're better than that. Adam Gossis wasn't cut. And Taven Bryan should be on the 53 because he gives you depth at defensive line. Taven Bryan's never been blown off the ball, which, Jay, you said earlier, you saw somebody say that. Yeah, He's bro. He's never been blown off the ball. He just doesn't make plays. He takes up space and wrecks shop. That's it. That's all he is, man. That is all he is. Costin. Oh, yeah, Doug Costin. Well, uh, really? We're going to yeah. go with Doug Costin, but Doug Costin looks like everybody else. Doug Costin is nowhere near. You're proving my point, Robert. You're yeah. proving my point. Doug Costin is a nice player. He's a good player. Like, but that's but he wasn't up to the standard. Great rotational piece. Yeah. Taven nah. Bryan is, whether you like him or not, and He's I don't a like him, a he is a physical specimen. He is big, he is fast, and he is strong, and he will take up double teams all day long, which are going to allow your linebackers to do their jobs. And he, gets, and, and he gets it right sometimes. So that's Sometimes. the thing people, are, and that's the, and, and that's the thing people are, are don't remember is like he's either disrupting the play or he can make the play. Yeah, you know he's what? Just, he's Tyson Alualu in a sense that he just shouldn't have been drafted there. He yeah, just shouldn't have been picked high. that high. If he was picked in the third or fourth round, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It's not mm-hmm. Taven Bryan's fault where he was drafted. He is what he is. I think he's playing out of place. Really, he has he, been. They have play like he looks like a nose guard, a nose tackle for Pittsburgh, or a, a, a defensive uh, end for Pittsburgh in the three-four. A big guy that's going to demand a double team on the outside. Right. He's not going nowhere. Space taker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what he is, and that's what and he's been, good at. And they've just been having him come off the. They've been having him come off the edge. Like that's not what he did. Like that's not what he did. That's that's the that was the biggest problem with prior Jaguars, like the staff and the organization. Stop playing players out of position. Like and you what saw was. what they you saw what they did in college. Why the and you drafted them for it? And why Caleb the fuck are you? Yeah, Kelly never had his hand down in college. I never really saw his hand down in college. He was moving around Rome and making plays. Fucking Taylor Bryan was in the middle of the field, fucking just taking up space and making plays. Like it took Miles Jack to throw him in the middle. Bro, look, yeah. fucking uh, Dante Fowler. They had him with his hand in the goddamn dirt. That man was standing. He was moving around. He used, I used to watch his checks, man. He'll be at DN. He'll stand up. He'll like, man, no, 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 scoot. Then he'll go in the, in the end to tackle and fucking go and just run through somebody. Like, and y'all not yeah. letting him play linebacker? What are y'all doing, man? We wouldn't have any numbers left if we retired every Tom, Dick, and Harry that came through here for a season or two. Exactly, David. That's the point. You know what, man? Listen, I want to rewind off the record real quick. I want to ask the Jags, and in fact, you two as well. Uh So the Jags had a problem that I've always said, but people said I was crazy. Right. I forgot what year it was, but y'all had uh, McCray at defensive Uh end. Marcus Stroud, John Henderson, and I think somebody else had in as well. At the linebackers, y'all had a guy that could not – y'all was in the wrong defense. You had four linebackers that were starters. You had Justin Durant, Clint Ingram, 
Uh, Mike Smith. Smith. And I forgot the other uh, linebacker. Huh? Daryl Smith? Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all had all four of them linebackers on the roster, and due to that, that the way they were running the defense, all four couldn't play. But all four of them were started somewhere else. Oh, yeah. They all went you know, on to be successful. Yes. That, that's what killed me about the staff and the way they ran the team, man. You could have easily ran a 3-4. And like, like y'all were saying, uh-huh. you, got, you guys have uh, players playing out of position. You got guys yeah. that are supposed to be standing up. Guys are supposed to be having their hand in the dirt. You know, when they going to fix that? Yeah, well, it's looking like it's, it now. I was about to I say. Mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah, and then, and then like I said, because you got now we got to see, yes, Kalevon still doing some rushing. But, I mean, he is an outside he's linebacker. Too. Yeah, he's yeah, coming out yeah. of the school. Yeah, and he can he don't have to worry about coming out of the state. Like just mm-hmm. go run yeah. and then or I'm gonna cover a tight end or cover the back out of the back or do right. anything. But but before they just had him people like, oh he's just this is just a waste of time. This is a bust. It's too he's easy to block I'm him. Like, he's too little. You get hands on him as lunch. Yeah, and I'm like and I understand I said that the only good thing about last year is that he got a year's worth of pass rushing. Real right. live NFL pass rushing. He, he got, got his go ass kicked for an entire year. And that's fine. And that's fine as a rookie. You got to learn to get better. Facts. Facts. But and he still he got he was starting to cause pressures. I think he had a sack or two. It 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 just wasn't you know it wasn't what people I guess expected. But I'm, I told people from the beginning I'm like you don't expect them to have ten sacks. Like that's not a that's not especially the way they're playing them. They're never right. gonna get those sacks like that. You know to to Fele or Brian, they can get off. Yeah. To Fele or Brian, uh, I mean, right now, to Fele, I because of because I think his ceiling is higher than Tate and Brian. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what To Fele is gonna be, but from what I've seen, he has a higher ceiling than Tate and Brian. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. all I really want to talk about with that man. I, I definitely, um, I definitely feel like we gotta chill the comments to say, and and then I saw like media members backing this. That's the problem. Yeah. When you have people like Jaguar fans are emotional and you should be, you've dealt with a lot. We have dealt with a lot this time. I understand how hard it is to be a Jaguar fan. Trust me. But don't, when you're a media, you got to be smarter than that. Don't go backing up these terrible things, these terrible takes. No, it's not, it's not bad that Taven Bryan is wearing Calais Campbell's old number. No, Calais Campbell is not going in the pride of the Jaguars. No, Calais Campbell is not that dude. Uh, as a Jaguar legend, he's a great player. He was here for a cup of coffee, nothing more. And hopefully, he comes back one day. And if he does, he's got a chance to retire. You know, as a Jaguar legend, Mercedes Lewis, he played almost his entire career here. He was drafted from the gates. Mojo, Fred Taylor, those guys, they're Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And even Mercedes Lewis is a reach because he wasn't as successful. But he was here for yeah. ten plus years. But is a jag. But I would say a jaguar alert. He was here for it, and I, like I said, I think he'll come back to retire as a jaguar. He may not be in the pride, but right, right. Shit, that's but still, he I would still, he still, still here. Yeah. But you know what? That's a good question. If Mercedes Lewis, how many, how many more years do you think he has in his career? I should probably not more. Maybe, maybe two. One. I think I would say this year, maybe one more. So would the Mercedes Lewis coming back to Jacksonville be a better Mercedes Lewis than the one that left here? I'm thinking yes. No. I'm, thi- I'm thinking of, uh, like for what for for res- blocking? I mean, no, yeah. no, they, not receiving. The, the, the blocking and the catching. Let's not, let's let's be real about it. Mm-hmm. When Mercedes Lewis was here, 
They threw him touchdown pass or the touchdown pass. He was just dropping. Now that yeah, he was with Green Bay, he's matured. He's a little bit older. I think his hands are a lot more de uh, dependable. So if he came back to Jacksonville and actually had a productive two or three seasons, I think yeah. ring of honor. Yeah, yeah Aaron Rodgers is Aaron. Uh, Aaron like Rodgers is the man. He wouldn't have mass production. How about that? He would be productive in a yeah. limited role. But he's mm -hmm. he's too old to have massive amounts of production. I don't think he'd have mm -hmm. more than four hundred yards. But in the four hundred yards, he could have eight touchdowns. True, true. Yeah, I okay. can see that. I can see that. But yo, this is the Minute Teal Podcast, man. It's brought to you by the good folks over at the Miller Creative Group. Make sure you check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247. A Miller Creative Group. Discover the one source difference. Also, you see this dope ass hat? Fire as fuck, right? You can get it over at uh, the Do Vault. That is the Do Vault, man. Check out what they got. They got the best custom Jag swag. Check them out online at the Do Vault dot big cartel dot com or you can check out their shop at four five two two appleton avenue in jacksonville florida it's a it's the do vault man go on there and check them out bro plus also make sure you check out new jagcity.com they got a dope ass uh watch party going on at myth so make sure you get on out there to miss nightclub if you ain't got nowhere to watch the game go watch it with new jag city at 333 East Bay Street, Jacksonville, Florida, 32202. Also, shout out to the big folks over at Anchor, Fence, and Deck. Call my buddy Jalen today for a free estimate, 904-859-5481. Go ahead and get your backyard turned into a dream house, man. Let them take care of you. You want to invite your family over, your friends over to watch the game, but it looked like boo-boo back there. Call Jalen. They can get you taken care of. We all need somebody to hold us down when times are tough. Nobody holds it down better than Anchor, Fence, and Deck. Let's get on to some more good shit, though. I would like to talk about... Where's my call in? There it is. I would like to talk about these uh, rookie quarterbacks because we have one. I don't know if you noticed, Jay. We have one. Yep. We have a rookie quarterback now. His name's Trevor Lawrence. This guy over here, you see? First of all, can we say how dope the background? I'm just saying. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Right there, Trevor. You notice how big Trevor drink. is and how little Tyrod is? Mm -hmm. It's because it's, it's accurate. It's like a king over here and a little peasant over here. Little peasant. Little peasant. Little king. This is how it is. So let's go ahead and, and, and let's look at this rookie quarterback situation. Uh, Zar, do you realize that <laughs> rookie quarterback starting in week one hasn't necessarily always worked out too well over history? Correct. So yeah. I've dug a little deep here and I've done a little research, man. And um, I, I actually have every rookie quarterback who started week one. Pay attention, folks, because some of y'all going to start throwing out other names. Rookie quarterbacks who started in week one of their rookie season. And I have uh, the stat lines they produced for those games. So I'm going to ask you a question. When Jake is back, he can give his answer too. Right. But uh, out, of this, out of this list, I want you to tell me who you think had the best performance in their rookie debut. And then I want you to tell me who you think had the worst performance in their rookie debut. So the names are Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Sam Bradford. Cameron Newton, Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin III, Ryan Tannehill, 
Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Samuel Darnold, Kyler Murray, and Joseph Burrow. Who do you think had the best debut? My opinion, the best debut, um, and I'm speaking from, I'm shooting from the hip because I you you fired off a lot of names. A lot. That's like yeah, what? Lot. Now we're talking about game or season. Game. Out of oh, thirteen, okay. that's thirteen quarterbacks who started since two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Their week one game. Because right now. That's what we that's what we're here for, right? Trevor Lawrence about yeah. to go out there and play the Houston Texans. Houston Texans have my grandmother and my uncle Jim playing cornerback <laughs> for them right now. Okay, so Trevor yeah. Lawrence goes out here and shits the bed. We're gonna be concerned, whether it's overly concerned for the wrong reasons and it's way too early, but we will. Or if he goes out there and balls the fuck out, he's going to the Hall of Fame. So either way, we're about to overreact. So Ooh. out of those quarterbacks, who do you think had the worst or the, the best? Let's go with the best. I, I would probably say it's a toss-up between Robert Griffin and Cam Newton. Ooh, Robert, Robert Griffin. You know, RG3 was the, I think, rookie of the year, but what? I don't know his stats for the for his first game, but it was probably electric, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and RG3, uh, RG3 and Cam Newton for, for the Robert, back. Robert, Robert Griffin the third of Cam Newton. What say you, Jay? Um, I'm trying to – RG3, because honestly, the same reason. Right. Uh, I know he won rookie of the year, so kind of start off with a bang. Um, I know Cam probably went crazy. Is that, you said how many? How did see? I, that was a lot of that was a lot of names. That was a lot of names. It was a lot of names. Run, run, you run through a couple real quick. Yeah, 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 Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Sam Bradford, Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, RG3, Tannehill, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, Kyla Murray, Joe Burrow. I'll be right back. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, between it's between RG3, it's between RG3 and Mariota. RG3 and Mariota. That is actually a very good guess. Marcus Mariota had the best debut out of all rookie quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota in 2015 went 13 of 15, 209 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions for a perfect 158.3 quarterback rating. The sun shined down on the Tennessee Titans that day as Marcus Mariota debuted. God damn. The young man threw two incomplete passes in his rookie debut, threw for over 200 yards, and had uh, four touchdowns. That was that sounds very Gardner Minshew against Indianapolis-esque. Let's yeah. remember, Gardner Minshew was what? 18 of 19 against Indy for 150 and three touchdowns. He also had a 158.3. Yeah, so Marcus Mariota, definitely. Cam Newton. Cam Newton had the most uh, production if we talk yardage. Cam Newton Mm -hmm. went 32. I'm sorry, 24 of 37 for 422 yards. Two touchdowns, one interception for 110.4 quarterback rate. RG3 was 19 of 26. He had 320 yards. Mm -hmm. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. 
with a hundred and thirty nine point nine quarterback rating. Well, showing out. <laughs> boys was balling. You hear yeah. me? That's, I mean, that's that's what you can hope to expect from from Lawrence. So, hey, so, hey, so, so, Marcus Mariota, man. Was Marcus Mariota? Marcus Mariota yeah. went thirteen of fifteen for two hundred and nine yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. He had a perfect one fifty eight point three quarterback rating. And look at him now. What should be starting? Look how they did, look how they did him in Tennessee. Look how they did him in Tennessee. Yeah, he he wasn't staying healthy, but yeah, you're right. They hey, went, I got to step out. I got to depart for just a minute. I may be back, bro. Oh, y'all good. Hey, appreciate All you right. for coming on, bro. If you can come hey, back, you, man, man. you already know. Yes, sir. You already know. Y'all give it up for the czar, man. He came in here, talked with us, did his thing. Shout out to the czar, bro. So, looking ahead, uh, if, we, if we also look at – what happened with you? You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, looking ahead, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um if we look at who do you think had the worst performance out of all of those rookie quarterbacks mentioned, I'll ring them off again, minus the names that obviously were great. That's Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Sam Bradford, Andrew Luck, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. Who do you think had the worst season or opener on their rookie year? It's between um, Matt Stafford and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> it is 100% Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford oh was 16 of 37 for 205 Jesus. yards. He threw no touchdowns, but threw three interceptions. Yeah. Matthew Stafford had a 27.4 quarterback rating for his first game in the NFL. But look at him now. Yeah. Now he's a potential future Hall of Famer. He's a, He's got a chance to go win a ring right now. Matthew Stafford is not a bad quarterback. So I say this, and, and, and you know, here's the thing. Matt Stafford isn't the only rookie who threw three interceptions in his debut. Sam Bradford, three picks in his debut. Andrew Luck, three picks in his debut. They say Trevor Lawrence is Andrew Luck. They've said it since the beginning. Well, Andrew Luck was 23 of 45, 309 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. 52.9 quarterback rating. Ryan yeah, Tannehill, Jameis Winston, two interceptions. I mean, so I say that to say I'm not expecting anything like that to happen with Trevor. Trust me, when it comes mm-hmm. to the Texans game on Sunday. But if the worst does happen to come and Trevor Lawrence goes out there and throws a few interceptions, And he doesn't look like the Trevor we thought he would in week one. Calm down. Yeah, he'll be okay, bro. Not by the Because (laughs) guess what? Matt Ryan didn't look very good. He's an MVP. Matthew Stafford Mm -hmm. was the worst of the worst. He's a future Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin III, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, Kyler Murray, Joe Burr, all of them. Only a couple of those guys looked really good. Everybody else was, eh, yeah, eh. yeah. 
But I mean, like I said, somewhere. I'm not. I can't really. Can't really overreact, or I guess underreact with Trevor's first game. But I mean, like I said, we we would prefer him. You know, three hundred, two. You know, two fifty to three hundred. Yeah. But realistically, it might be two twenty five to two seventy five. We want to have three or four touchdowns, and maybe two touchdowns. But I feel like he's. Well, I have the I have the NFL's mm-hmm. Week One ranking of all thirty-two quarterbacks right here. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Trevor Lawrence falls? Lucky number sixteen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, okay. So probably twenty-four, twenty-four, twenty-six. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Trevor Lawrence, 21. According to this individual, occasionally slow to process in the preseason, Lawrence also made more than enough impressive throws to get everyone excited about the number one overall pick. I'll withhold too much judgment on his offensive coaches until I see more, but I am concerned enough to put them on the radar. So any issues with Trevor thus far that he believes are coaching related. I do I, – I like the 21. I won't lie. What I don't <laughs> like is who's at 20. <laughs> and that's 20. Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson at 20. Oh, he oh, looks oh. so comfortable <laughs> in the preseason lighting up backups. And if you think that's automatic, just look at Wilson's predecessor in New York, Sam Darnold, struggled against backups in his preseason work this year in Carolina. I didn't like that. But overall, I don't necessarily have a problem with everybody they have in front of them. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert is number seven. Justin Herbert is a dog. Shout out to him. Yeah, Justin Herbert is a dog. They show. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And then people are saying that Trevor, like that Justin Herbert is is it is not as good as Trevor Lawrence. Like in college, that's what the thing was like. He's good, but he's not Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I like and I like Justin Herbert coming out of college. I'm like, hey, that dude is big, six eight, like, right, rocket, fucking rocket arm, bro. He's long, like he's lanky, six six too. Like he's not Trevor because what Trevor's what six 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 five. Mm-hmm. Six six. He don't look as long. He'll I guess he he got to thicken out a little more. Justin Herbert is a little thicker, and yeah. it just looks it looks a little bit different when he back there. He just got that tower, and he got to get even Josh Allen got a more of a. He's he's bigger. He's bigger. His frame is getting bigger. Whereas right. Trevor, Trevor still got time to put on that size. He's gonna right, have to right, put right. on some size. Yeah. Well, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. It's the Minuteel Podcast. It is week one. We have finally fucking made it. Y'all go ahead and click that share button, man, because we can't do it without y'all. Click the share button. Get us out there on Facebook, whatever you're watching, whatever platform. Share it. Get it with your friends. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Minuteel Podcast. Uh, check us out in the Facebook group. Join that Minuteel Podcast. Follow us on all platforms at Minuteel Podcast, except Twitter. That's at Minuteel Pod. You know, we got some big things coming up, some launches. We did the first Minuteel Podcast pick them this week. We'll yes, be doing we that every week. Every week we'll be doing the Minuteel Podcast pick them. It's a $5 buy-in. And you get an opportunity to play with Jay and myself as we pick our winners for the games for that coming week. Now, that goes Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night games. 
Mm-hmm. The tiebreaker is used for total points scored on the Monday night Monday game. Night. Payouts will take place on Tuesday. That's also when the next sheet will be available for the following week. First place gets the entire pot. Uh, second place, you know what I want to do, Jay? I want to give out a free line. Mm-hmm. So I'll give a free line to whoever wins second place. So if you win second place, you get a free entry in the next week's game. Yep. Okay, all, so we're going to do that. Good. Also, Jack's <clears throat> X-Man, Brian has decided to sponsor a line each week as well. It may maybe it's just next week. Maybe it's next week. I'm gonna say each week. I'm gonna say each week. And if it's not that, then y'all cuss Brian out. Because I think yeah, it's each week. Good. I like yeah, each week. Good. Yeah, he got it. So he's gonna give one free line away. We'll <laughs> raffle it off every week. He got it. Look, he got it, man. He got it. Yeah, what we'll, we'll do is we'll give it away on the post-game show. So make mm-hmm. sure y'all tune into the post-game show. We'll do like some trivia or some sort of uh, challenge or whatever question. And uh, whoever gets it right or whoever wins, they'll get a free line for the next week. I think the pot this week is now up to $120. So you put five in, you can win a buck 20. Not too shabby. Better than playing a lottery. Facts. All I'm hearing is. Yeah, and you you can enter as many times as you want to enter. Yeah, so I think at some point we may tap on that. You got guys yeah. like Jimbo out here buying yeah, up all the motherfucking yeah. lines. Jimbo got three, but, three entries, but I mean, for right now, it's as long, cool. As long as you don't go over five, I'm okay right now. Somebody come yeah. in and start buying six, seven lines, we might have to put a cap on it. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to buy five, if you want to buy three sheets, <laughs> buy three sheets, pick them different. Um, whatever. Mm-hmm. Minute Till Podcast, pick them. If you don't know about it, check out the Facebook group. There's a master copy already in there. And uh, we only have one guy. Picked the Cowboys last night. That was my my guy at the gym, Rashawn Ashford. He picked Dallas to win that game. He texted me before Zerline mm-hmm. was about to kick that ball, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Bruh, I'm the only one who picked Dallas." Mm-hmm. Only like, one picked Dallas. You're the only one. Bro. <laughs> he was the only one picked Dallas. And then remember, you got to be almost at it. We got to you got to be in the in the Minnesota Facebook group yes. to enter. Yes. Because we got to keep track of you, and that's we where we post keep, everything. So you have to be in the group. Every, yeah. If you want to play, that's, that's where sure the uh, come say, That's where the the brackets going. That's where the whole, all the sheets are going to be posted. So yep, everything is done right there. I got the folder right here, bro. I got the master. Mm-hmm. I print it because I do paper too. Because I'm old, so I want yeah. the paper copy too. So I got pants right here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All that right there. So I got that with me on game day, and uh, I keep it updated in the group as well. So. Make sure if you didn't get in this week, make sure you get in next week. Minute Teal Podcast, pick them, $5 buy-in. Picks must be submitted by Thursday at noon. Master copy of the pick them sheet will be posted later Thursday afternoon. And you can keep track. If you can be the next one to win the big money, I know I'm finna win this week, but you might can win next week. So go ahead. You know, get to a little bit of this week. It's the, so coming out to the Monday night game. You think so? Yeah, 51 points, baby. I see. I, I think I picked 41. I think I picked 41. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I did. Moving on, though, uh, this next topic will be a little fun. Might get some feathers riled up in here. Some of y'all going to be a little upset. This segment is called Do We or Don't He? Those of you who don't know, Jacksonville Jaguars announced Mr. Dewey, Dewey. Wingard as the starter. They're mad. Why are they mad at Dewey for getting the start, dog? Like, I understand, bro. Andre Cisco has been really good, bro. And just, but at the end of the day, people don't. 
the NFL Before you go, before you go, I want to say this. There's a fair amount of y'all watching right now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm not going to look at your comments. Mm-hmm. If you have a take on this Dewey situation, this Andrew Winger situation, yeah. call the phone, 904-878-3868. I won't be putting your comment on the screen. No, you're going to have to get on here and talk to me and tell me what the problem is with Andrew Winger. Yeah. If you hate it, if you love it, call in and let us know. 904-878-3868. Phone lines are open now. Go ahead, Jay. Talk to me. I'm high, so I got to kind of recut what I was about to say. But, yeah, but Dewey, man, like, the, the man been here, dog. Like, at the end of the day, he is a somewhat of a veteran on this team. This is what his third – this is his third year, right? His, his jersey should get – his jersey, right at the end of this year, his jersey, should nobody be able to wear his jersey. <laughs> That's the <laughs> – so so yeah he, he has to start bro oh that's like he go retire he has, <laughs> bro he has this bro he bro people just on i don't know but people i don't think people understand how football works bro like yeah he's getting the start on paper but he depending on what's going on like depending on if we get the ball first or we don't we don't know who's going to be the first person out there at, at safety on the first play on defense Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, at, at some point, yeah, certain packages, gotta you got to have him in there, and he may be the starter of the game. That's cool. Right. And what, what did they say? Joe Cullen? I didn't listen to the Cullen interview, but yeah, said, Joe, Joe Cullen said, said uh, that, uh, you know, starters are anybody who has their helmet on on the sideline. You're going to get in yeah. the game. You're going to play. Yeah. He said that depending on the way the game, the flow of the game goes, See, Joe Cullen likes to run a lot of dime with an extra yeah. safety as opposed to having it in like four corners. Mm-hmm. And I think this is some of Urban's home. I think this is some of Urban's home cooking too, because it's like you're not giving you're not giving anything to nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta so at the same time, yeah, it's still kind of college-y, but guess what? If you better when you get in the game in a real NFL game, I we they've seen Andrew Winger make plays in the NFL game. You never see Andre Cisco make a play in a real NFL game. So you go in there and start balling out, and you playing better than him. Like this is not people. That's the thing. People expect this team. I love the you know what I'm saying the enthusiasm, and but people expect this team. Like, oh yeah, we're just going to win 10, 12 games. That would be lovely and nice. But there's a reality that comes with having a team that was winning 15 previously, and then having a quarterback. Uh, a, a, a supposed to be franchise saving quarterback, and you have questions at offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we had injury. We, we we just lost. We just lost our second first round draft pick for the year. Oof. There, you know, what I'm saying there's we haven't seen this defense at all, honestly, play against a real NFL offense yet. So there's a lot of things that at, at stake, or there's a lot of things that at, at hand. You know, what I'm saying coming on. So right, I don't know, right. It, we're going to have some ups and some downs with this shit, bro. We just got to let it ride out, bro. Hey, man, through a lot of interceptions, dog. A lot of interceptions. <laughs> a lot of interceptions, dog. And what else could you expect? Like, he, they, they got it all. Everybody on this team has to learn how to play in this league. And once they he's show that they can't do he's it. He's been here two years, bro. That's what the thing is. You yeah. said it. He's played on this team for two seasons. And he wasn't yeah. a starter. He was a special teams guy. He came in occasionally when guys got well, hurt. Was he was he drafted 
or undrafted? No, he's an undrafted rookie free agent out of Wyoming. Yeah, out of Wyoming, bro. Y'all got undrafted really fucked up agent. out here, bro. He's an undrafted rookie bro, free agent. Bro, put in work. Three times first team all MWC in the Mountain West Conference. Mm-hmm. 454 tackles in college. That was the second yeah. most in his school history of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And he's tied for the most tackles in MWC history, bro. Like, yeah. y'all got to act. Don't, don't act like Thor ain't been here before, okay? No, bro, dude, no, bro he, play, he can play football, bro. And that's the thing, bro. That's why Urban Meyer, that's why he's here, bro, because Urban Meyer likes football players. And he knows that this guy, bro, it's just like anything else. People make mistakes, bro, especially in their first couple of years in the league. They're adjusting to the speed. He's not the fastest guy, but he's quick enough to get there. If he makes the right read and takes the right angle, he'll be there. He doesn't. People like, oh, he's just going to be missing. I'm like, bro, how many tackles? You saw him miss a tackle in preseason, and now he's a, now he misses tackles? He doesn't right. fucking miss tackles, bro. He be busting the fuck out of people. <laughs> he, yeah, he hit Le'Veon Bell. He bust, it's going crazy. So it's like, yeah, yeah like I said, people just – of the moment, and they don't understand that you have to watch these games. Like, like you don't have to, because like I said, we we just recently off, you know, off the air, we had a conversation mm-hmm. about uh, quote unquote casual fans or just an average fan. Because <laughs> when you watch, when you're watching football, a person who ain't never played football for real, or who ain't never, or who doesn't just study or student at a game. You don't really know what's going on in the game, bro. At the end of the day, bro, you you're there's a lot of grown men out here taking having takes that women would have, and True. sometimes, bro, that shit, bro, that's that's the, like I said, that's the I think that's the good reason that we have a platform because I can like voice my shit. But like, come on, bro, we gotta. This is this is not this is entertainment, yes, but there's a real sport going on out there, bro. And people, when you so when you have one bad play or two bad plays. There's a hundred something plays in the game. Right. There's there's ninety fucking other plays that you had perfect that you were there perfect. You don't know because the camera didn't show it. You're not there. You don't understand that he had that side of the field locked down in that coverage. They were probably right. looking to go deep, but they seen him over there, so now they had to go check underneath for something else. Bro, there's way more to this game than oh he had a tackle interception. But you got people who don't really know nothing about football. They just like oh football, they oh football, football. Like man, fuck out of here with that shit, bro. You're not about to. You're not about to just be talking crazy to people, bro. And you don't. And like you don't really even know the game. Like I'm saying, if you want to talk to other people about it, but don't just be challenging and matter of fact of shit. And you don't even know what you're watching on the on the damn TV. We got a caller, Gary. Okay. All right. To accept, press one. Here we go. Send a voicemail. Yo, who we got on the line? Gary Burris. Gary Burris. Can you hear him, Jay? Yeah, I can hear him. All right, oh, cool, man. Gary, up? talk to us. What's up, man? I'm enjoying this fine Friday evening. You sound like it. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you got a question about Andrew Wingard, huh? Discussion about him. Well, yeah, we talk about Dewey, man. What's up? Talk to me about what you thought about Andrew Winger getting the start and not. Look, coaches know best, right? That's why they coach. Very so true. I can't give him any flack. He, he's been there. He's stuck it out. And he's shown him something, at least. So he's obviously there for a reason. We've got to trust that they know what's best. I believe that Cisco is the better of the two. But mm-hmm. who am I to say? 
No, that's real, man. That's 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 true, man. Gary, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Shout out Gary Burris. Yeah, absolutely. What Gary said is the truth. You, if you believe in this coaching staff, right? If you believe in Urban Meyer, and you believe in this coaching staff, then you have to trust that they are going to put the best players on the field in the best situation. So you have to trust. You have to trust that that Urban yeah, Meyer like Urban, is the best yeah. guy out there, bro. And like you said, where he's basing it on competition. You don't think these coaches watch all of these fucking practices and didn't when see we, when we really <laughs> dive into the when we really dive into Hughes, like I don't know, can you do you see this over here? Yeah. We're tossing guys off. D hop. Watson. Watson got Watson. dropped. Who the fuck do they have? Hold on, we got another caller caller there. Let's get him. <laughs> Three. To accept, press 1. All to send right. a voicemail. Here we go. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? How we doing? We're doing good, brother. How are you? Yeah, man. Ready to beat these Texans, man. Ah, now you're talking my language, Tyler. Tyler, now, now Tyler is the super fan that is competing against the Houston Texans super fan in the charity donations challenge. Tyler, give us an update on that. How close are we to whooping some Texan ass? We are... When I mean dead even, I mean like dead even within dollars. Um, so it ends about 24 hours. Um, like I said the links out there and the, and all the groups and everything like that. The team's been tweeting stuff, put it on Facebook. Go to that link, guys. Donate five dollars will help. Ten dollars will help. All goes to the Jags Foundation, man. Very, very cool, man. I got the link down here below on the screen, www.betterunite.com forward slash PFUFA charity challenge. Y'all go donate, man. Whatever it is, a buck, five bucks, 10 bucks, 500 bucks. Go out there, donate a little something to Jaguar Ooh. charity, and let's help Tyler whoop some Houston Texan ass and get that dope-ass belt on. Tyler, we all here talking about Andrew Winger a little bit, man. So he was announced as the starting safety, and there was a fair amount of Jags fans who were upset about that. They wanted it to be Cisco, and I didn't realize how much hatred there was for Dewey until this was announced. How do you feel about the Andrew Winger situation at safety? Yeah, um, I'm kind of back and forth. I mean, I've seen, you know, the reactions and stuff. Um, to be perfectly honest, I mean, as far as defense goes, I mean, I feel like we saw some holes all over the place. Um, I mean, I, I say it's okay to give him a shot. I do feel like he's a bit of a liability, if you're my honest, like especially on the deep ball, a bit of a liability. Um, so hopefully they work in Cisco, a little more the rookie out of Syracuse. Uh-huh. Um like I said, wasn't a huge fan of it, but I mean, at this point, like I said, it's year one. I mean, I still think we are going to surprise a lot of people, but also trying to be patient, knowing that it, it'll take a year or two, you know what I mean, to completely retool the roster how we want it. So there'll be some bumps along the way, and he may be just one of those bumps. For sure. And I now Gary Burris <laughs> called in momentarily uh, a little bit ago, and he said, that uh, he he doesn't know as much as the coaches. He said, I have to trust that the coaches know best in this situation, and they're putting Andrew Wingen in place. Do you agree with that sentiment? Do you trust Urban Meyer and company in this in this decision right here? Do you think they're making the right one? Do you trust? Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that see him, you know, day in and day out. You know, we see him, you know, in preseason games, you know, in practices and things like that. They're with him all the time. You know, if they feel like he's the best option, um, you know, until he proves us otherwise, you know, let's go with it. Um, 
like I said, too, like I said, it's year one urban coming in. He's not going to have a completely retooled roster. You know what I mean? It is, right. It's not um, a knock on um, Andrew or anything. It's just, you know, he's not the most talented. And, uh, you know, I mean, he plays hard. You know, he plays hard. Hustles, but like I said, he's proven to be a bit of a liability. He kind of concerns me, you know, a bit of a liability. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I mean, if they feel like he's the best um, person for that position some week one, then for now, until the coaching staff proves me otherwise, I'm rolling with my guys. Well, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Make sure y'all go and donate. www.betterunite.com forward slash PFUFA charity challenge. Let's make sure we get my guy to W, bro. You, we going to beat the Texas bro. ass, and you yeah. going to beat that ultimate warrior looking motherfucker's ass, too. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Now, you know, it's crazy, though, because. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, you know, it's crazy, bro. You fell right into the trap. What's that? Andrew Winger is a liability. <laughs> he, fell, he fell right. He fell right into the trap. Andrew Winger is a liability. Okay, okay. And you know what? I he said Andrew Winger is a liability mm-hmm. against the deep ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can go with that to an extent. Yeah. Okay, what's that, time, what's that timer? It's that, red ooh, three. Uh, that's the camera. <laughs> so, y'all, I'm using this brand new Nikon, my DSLR. My wife's a photographer, right? So she's got the dope ass camera. And I was like, man, I'm tired of this shitty ass little webcam. I want better quality. So I bought all the necessary cords and whatnot to make the Nikon 3400 DSLR act as a webcam. Only problem is, and I'm sure UCF Jag, maybe he knows his trick. He can help me out. Uh, every 30 minutes, you have to press a button of some sort to wake mm-hmm. it back up or it goes into sleep mode. So in 30 minutes, is the max. Uh, it does look better because you can see the whole board. Right. That was better. The board's better. He's crispy. Mm-hmm. All right. But let's let's do this, though. Let's dive into the Dewey take. Let's take a look. Anybody else, please feel free to call 904-878-3868. The number is on the bottom of the screen. Call in. Give your take on the Andrew Winger situation or anything else you want to talk about when it comes to Duval, Jacksonville, Jaguars versus Houston this week. 904-878-3868. Super easy. Uh, let's look, though. So I did a little research here. And uh, we dove in to this Andrew Wingard situation. Now, mm-hmm. when you say a liability, I think to myself, okay, he must have given up a lot of touchdowns. We saw more Andrew Wingard last year than the year before, correct? So whatever. I said we saw more Andrew Wingard last year than we'd have in the previous year, correct? He played more last year, you would say? Yeah, he played more. Yeah, for sure. So Andrew Winger played in 13 games. Uh, he was hurt prior uh, outside of those, the other three. Uh, he started four games at safety. <coughs> Andrew Winger in those games, how many touchdowns do you think Andrew Winger must have given up to be considered a liability? To be considered a liability, you have to give up like anywhere between six and between more than six or seven touchdowns. And if you give up in 13 games, if you're giving up two touchdowns a game, that's a liability. So, I mean, he played – he started – so he's played in 13. 
<laughs> Even if you gave up, if you gave up thirteen touchdowns, that's a liability because you're just giving up touchdown every game. Oh, and I don't think you did that. All right. To send a voicemail. Let's do it. Yo. <laughs> What's up? What's going on, Cheyenne? What's going on with your fella? Not much, man. I was just going to weigh in on the TV situation. So. Yeah, bro. Talk to I me. Mean, I don't really think. He made some bad plays, but he made a lot of good plays. Like, I have visions of him getting torched against Tennessee last year. Uh -huh. But I do think that we're in a different position because. Um, Urban and the coaching staff won't tolerate mediocrity. So if he does, like, fuck up, then, um, you know, they're not going to keep him on the they trust that. Right. Yeah, no, for sure, 100%. And I think, you know, that's what Gary had said earlier when he called in, is if you trust the coaching staff, well, and you have to trust that they're making the right decision with Dewey. I also think that we have to we have to consider – what role Dewey will be playing on Sunday? Do you think Dewey's going to be out here in man coverage trying to cover wide receivers uh, up the seam? I, I, I highly <clears throat> doubt it. Do you think he's going to be back there playing quarters? No, I don't think so. I think Dewey's going to be down in the box because we're about to play a team that has no fucking wide receivers. All they have is a bunch of running backs who used to be good and a quarterback who runs fast. And, and Tyron, yeah, he got a, a decent yeah, little fair point, deep ball. Um, you, know, you might see him on special teams, but you're right. I don't think he's going to be out there trying to light up you know, receivers or anything like that. So, I mean – Kind of like everybody has said, I know it's echoing the sentiment, but like until I have a reason not to trust Urban, I gotta go with him. Hundred percent, bro. Cheyenne, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Thanks for giving your take tonight. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I, you know what? And I think that's what we're about to get, bro. It's about to be a lot of that. Unless we get some, and I think the Dewey haters are staying away from the phone tonight, bro. I think the Dewey haters are staying away. They're not gonna call in. Uh, because they, they're not hearing that. And people no, don't like no. conflict, right? People, You don't want to argue with me and Jay. We're not going to argue with you, though, I promise. You call in with an opposite take, we're going to let you talk your shit, give, mm -hmm. you, give your take, and you know, then we'll, 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 we'll address it from there. But, uh, I mean, that, that should be the sentiment. I tell you what, though, that is not the sentiment. These individuals calling in are the m minority of this Andrew Winger situation, for sure. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing the show tonight. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be talking about it. Because um, yeah, on all the Facebook groups, just oh my god, they were they were so Andrew, upset. Andrew yeah. won't guard. Andrew, yeah, Andrew won't guard. <laughs> Andrew won't guard. If you what the just shut do up. Your, is it do your donating? <laughs> that was a good Come one, on, bro. Like, let's talk about it. Are you serious? All right. So, like you said, if you're going to be considered a liability in coverage, you have to have given up at least six, seven touchdowns last year, right? Dewey gave up two touchdowns last year, bro. Let's talk about it. Dewey had two interceptions last season. Oh, wait a minute. Before I get into it, we got another one. Call from. Yes, sir. Oh boy, look what the cat drug is. Yeah, <laughs> Big Marcus, Mr. Fellas, fellas, fellas in the building. What's going on, man? What's happening, Penman? Chilling, chilling. We talking about Andrew Winger, man. A lot of people mad. <laughs> right, you're doing it. 
just, I'm shocked, to be honest. Okay. It's a shock. Understandable. That makes me question how far along is uh, Andre Cisco and his development. Mm-hmm. That's a valid point. Yeah, that's what that kind of makes me think. It just makes me think how far along is he really in his development? Is rehab? Is he still really rehabbing? And we don't know. He tweaked something that we don't know. I don't know. But it was a shock. As far as him making the team, I had no doubt that he was going to make the team, but just primarily being a special teams player. Right. Uh, so it kind of just threw me off just a little bit. But you know what? Like I said last week, I'm trusting Urban Meyer. I'm trusting the coaches. They know what we're doing. They they go to work with these boys every day in practice. Mm-hmm. So they know their capabilities a little bit better than what we do. So uh, we just got to, as a fan base, got to just sit back, breathe, and trust what the fuck Urban Meyer is doing, what the coaching staff is doing. And then we can analyze this at the end of it all. But, you know, they know a little bit more than what we do. So we got to just trust what they can. For sure, for sure, I agree. I agree. You know, and that's kind of been the sentiment thus far. Everybody says, "Hey, if you if you, if you rock it with Urban, you got to trust what he's saying." So I appreciate you for calling in on the winger take. Let me get you. Let me get your prediction for this week. Give me your score. The, this week, the score I have it being 24-14 Jaguars win. 24-14, your Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> over the Houston Texans. Big Marcus, thank you for calling in, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not too, not too shabby. 24-14 Jags. I see you. I see you. I see you. Marcus is right, though. And I think he brought up a valid point that we hadn't really talked about yet. And, and that should be the question, right? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with Cisco? Maybe. Yeah. I don't Maybe. think you should I don't think you should be like overly concerned. I mean, people who saw his injury and saw where he's at now, they've said it's mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yeah. The way he's bounced back. They say with the things he's able to do mm-hmm. on that repaired knee, they yeah, said it's phenomenal. I think in the prepared bird, Urban Meyer is treating this like it's how you're supposed to treat this, bro. You gotta right. be pull you gotta pull guys along at a at a certain pace. It's not the biggest thing is, bro, this is not a fucking sprint, dog. It's a full blown motherfucking marathon. And it's a you little longer than usual, and, bit, yeah. Because you you just don't the, the his success doesn't come overnight. It's it's never it's always proven that the, other than like Ohio State, really, because he you know what I'm saying like in Florida he inherited good players, but right that next it, he didn't win it his first year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It took him it took him a little bit. Then he knocked him out. Then you know what I'm saying like every other year over there. Ohio State going, going you gotta build that up, man. That's not that shit don't happen overnight, bro. He doesn't have his team, this team is not we're we were only we only had so many draft picks. Oh, we had so many draft picks. Yeah, we only had so many. We don't know this motherfucker might not like nobody on this goddamn team that he inherited. But guess right. what? You can't just cut every goddamn body. <laughs> so so bro, this is not the finish. This is not the finished picture of this football team, man. We're going to be working deals. We're going to be working trades. We're going to be working the draft in the next in the next coming year, next couple of coming years, bro. They're, they have to build this, bro. They everything he's told you is about building the, the program. We don't have a program in place, and that's why the fuck we've been so fucked up over the last goddamn forever, ever since Coughlin left. 
if, if we right. if we were if they were making the money how they were making now and all the deals and and all this stuff and how you can skate under the salary cap now, Tom Coughlin would still be the damn head coach from back then. But we couldn't make that shit work with the players, and they fucked us. They kind of fucked us over because see, if you look at it, because I guess they give you when you're an expansion team, they give you so many like parameters, and you can go over money for so long, but you can, it's kind of like delayed money that you have to pay, and then you, then you have to keep paying. It was some wild shit like that, and that shit fucked us up. That's why we were bad for a while. That's why then Tom Coughlin left. But if you look at uh-huh. the if you look at the Panthers. They didn't. The Panthers didn't really get good until after we got good because they didn't go spend all their damn money and do all that. They didn't go for the gusto right away like Tom Coughlin did, and they were able to go compete for Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? They were just they were they built their fucking team up. We built our team up quickly, but it wasn't like a it wasn't no there wasn't no program in place after Tom Coughlin left because the only way you get that kind of program is with somebody who has a program. And they just kept bringing people in who were coordinators and shit and don't know how to run it. He built. That's the thing. People, I that's what I do give Tom Coughlin a lot of respect for because he. They said, "Here, here's an NFL franchise team," and they gave him a motherfucking big ass lump of clay, and right. he molded he molded that bitch into into what the fuck we deem as the glory years. Like, it, and at the end of the day, that was good, but we didn't get to a Super Bowl, so it's like we got to hold on to that for the glory. But for sure. but there was a reason for how we got there and how we had sustained the We got better every year. We just made plays. The team got better. We just made better decisions, and that's how you got to do it now. And like I said, now, bro, you have the quarterback. That's the let me say. We say that's the prettiest. That's the baddest bitch at the dance. That's the baddest bitch in the club. Everybody want to come, bro. Everybody trying to come see. And and if you got a chance to come talk to him, come play with him. Oh man, man, they gonna try to man. People want to go play with Tom Brady. People want to go play with Patrick Mahomes. People want to go play with Russell Wilson. Thanks. Defensive players want to do that shit because they know that's gonna make them better. Probably gonna make them better in the game. They playing. They're they're sitting they're sitting there every day talking and can pick the mind of an elite quarterback. Like that's not that's you can't take none of that shit for granted. No. And the thing that blows my mind with Dewey, what I don't understand is how do you not root for Dewey? He's undrafted. He's 24 years old. He's been here for two years. Okay. He's 24 years old and he's coming. He's playing his ass off. He worked his way in. He's a special teamer who's Mm -hmm. worked his way in now and he's getting an opportunity. Applaud that. Let's jump back to his stats from 2020. Dewey had two interceptions. Okay. He started four games. Jay, he had two picks. In four games that he started, he played 13. He had two interceptions. Isn't that more than Jalen Ramsey had his rookie year? Come on, bro. He had two interceptions. He was targeted 22 times. Out of those 22 targets, he gave up 12 completions. That's a 54.5 completion percentage. That is almost half of what Joe Schobert was giving up as our starting middle linebacker making $56-plus million. He gave up a total of 159 yards on those targets and two touchdowns, not six or seven like you would have assumed to be labeled a liability. Dewey gave up two touchdowns. He gave up a quarterback rating of 70.1. What does that mean, Kay? That means quarterbacks, when targeting Andrew Wingard, had a quarterback rating of 70.1. Now, a lot of y'all aren't going to understand exactly what that means, and that's okay because I did more research to dig some up so we can talk about it and compare to other safeties in the league. 
John Johnson, the third. Remember him? He was a free agent this offseason. A lot of Jacksonville Jaguar fans was hoping he would make his way here to Jacksonville. John Johnson, the third, had four interceptions, only four, and he started 16 games. John Johnson, the third, gave up a completion percentage of 67.9. 67.9. Dewey was 54.5. He gave up four touchdowns. That's twice as much as Andrew Wingard. And he gave up a quarterback rating of 81.8. Keep in mind, that was on a, a, oh, I almost said St. Louis, L.A. Rams defense with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and company. Like, come on, bro. But wait a second. 16 games? That's a lot more of a sample size, right? Okay, I feel you. Well, let's jump over to Jordan Poyer then. Jordan Poyer, pretty good safety for the Broncos, yeah? Well, yeah. Jordan Poyer played 16 games, started 16 games. Guess how many picks he had? Four. Once again, four. Winger had two. Uh, mm-hmm. 39 targets. Winger was targeted 22 times. Poyer was targeted 39 times. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. He gave up 26 completions. His completion percentage when targeted was 66 Point seven again, worse than fifty four point five percent. Andrew Wingard gave up. He gave up three hundred and ninety six yards, four touchdowns. Wingard gave up two, and he allowed a quarterback rating of ninety four point six when quarterbacks targeted him. Ninety four point six. But if I asked you, Jay, would you want to have Jordan Boyer on your team? You would say yes. Yeah, I would. And then though it's crazy because he just signed because he was in Buffalo last year. He just signed a deal with Denver. Like he just got paid for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. So the Dewey <laughs> hate, the Dewey hate is just mind blowing to me. I'm it not is, telling bro. y'all Dewey's a pro bowler. I'm not telling no, y'all he's not a Dewey fucking pro bowler, bro. But Kid Rock be going crazy in the game sometimes, bro. And he get I just feel like he'll only get better by continuing to play. And that's going to segue us into where we are. That's going to segue us into this final topic for the night. And and that's the Houston Texans versus Jacksonville Jaguars. If we really get down to it and we want to talk about – I know (laughs) – I'm sorry. I can't take this motherfucker serious right here, bro. What? I didn't see it. Oh, oh shit. I'm, I'm uh it's in uh it's in Facebook, bro. Oh god. <laughs> it's in Facebook, bro. <laughs> Somebody told me they don't know who Andrew Winger is. They just know Jay. <laughs> this is a big Jazz fan, bro. <laughs> oh my god. I can't it's the one that looks like Kid Rock. Yeah, bro. All right. So um <laughs> Jersey Jaguar says Cisco will be the safety for years to come. While him not starting Sunday is annoying, his time will come soon enough. It will. 100%. He's not the long-term answer. And if he is, great, because you know what that means? That means that means you found a guy, a diamond in the rough, because you bet not try to sit here and tell me that Ray Jenkins is that much better than Dewey because they're kind of the same guy. They are guys yeah. who, who were undrafted. I'm pretty sure Ray Sean Jenkins was what was his? What was his? Uh, that yeah, he looked him. Should look at Rayshon Jenkins' numbers. Because Rayshon Jenkins was a special teamer. I know that he was not oh, a in this league to start. Okay, he but, but, he, he, he would have, but he played. He played some. I got it. Yeah, no, I got him right here. Uh, he came in in 2017. He started zero games. He played yeah. barely any. He had 13 total tackles, one mm-hmm. quarterback hit. 
Uh, Rayshon Jenkins, his first run at being a starter was 2019. He had uh, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me get to the let me get to the advanced stats. He had three interceptions. He gave up a uh, 56.3 completion percentage right there with Dewey. Mm-hmm. And he gave up a total of two touchdowns, and he allowed 101 quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're going to take this next call. Call from. Hi. Your caller just hung up. Goodbye. Uh, oh, my caller hung up. Oh, my. Oh, man. Maybe they were in Rayshon Jenkins. Oh, man. my. <laughs> Maybe it was Rayshon Jenkins. Fuck. Oh, it was Rayshon. He heard what we were saying. Damn. Sorry, Rayshon. Call back. <laughs> Damn. But look at that, bro. That's crazy. So a 56.3 right in line with Dewey. 16 targets, nine completions right in line with Dewey. He was actually targeted less than Dewey. Um, his, uh, his yards, more than Dewey. And he allowed 101 quarterback rating when he was targeted. He gave up two touchdowns on motherfucking nine completions, bro. That's worse than Andrew Wingard. Yeah, yeah, because it was two to twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's worse, bro. Because mm-hmm. Andrew, yeah, Andrew Winger gave up two touchdowns on twelve completions, so mm-hmm. it's worse, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Now he had a much better 2020. Yeah, um, because it looked like he was getting beat deep. That's what mm-hmm. it was. He was getting beat deep um, mm-hmm. in, in 2019 because yards per completion 26.7. God damn. Woo! Oh yeah, they was, was, he, 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 oh, was coming out the game. That might have been in one game. Might have got oh. his ass motherfucking uh, cleared on that shit. Your ass down, motherfucker. Twenty six points. To, God damn. Now somebody. Al Robinson, look, Al, remember, take take it to, yeah, take that to, uh, into consideration. Al Robinson was was getting like what was he getting like eighteen yards a catch uh-huh. or some shit like that. Like yeah. twenty six. That's crazy. You gave up and you gave up nine of those. That's crazy. Which means, and, I, and the thing about the average, you gave up. I'm honestly thinking you gave up a couple that were like 20. You gave, you gave up a couple that were like 15. You probably gave up five, a 10, some 15s. But you gave up a 60 yarder and you gave up a 70 yarder. And then every, right. everything else was like underneath. But you gave up at least three. You gave up three really big plays. But, the, but you gave up a couple of other chunk plays too. So exactly. that's wild, exactly. boy. You got he got, he got cussed out three times at least. And in that and in that <laughs> next season, in that next season, they watched the tape. In the next yeah. season, they watched the tape because they targeted that motherfucker sixty four times. Mm-hmm. They came for that young man. And how many games did he start? Five point six percent of his passes against mm-hmm. him. Okay, and he bad. gave up a, a, his quarterback rating was seventy eight, giving up that year. So better mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Yeah. Because he he only gave up two touchdowns on sixty four targets. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's much. Well, that's how you get paid. That's what I'm saying, it, bro. The, the shit, don't, bro. That's what I'm saying. People don't. I mean, I don't expect everybody to to go to find where you need to find advanced stats, and I'm not here to tell people where to do that because that's what you sh- you should already know how to do that. Right. Um, but people least, don't even look at stuff like that. Like some of the stuff you talk shit. At least no. Talk shit, bro. That's it, and that's cool, bro. I just want to be cool with. Just want to be down with whatever the the group think is. That's fine, but sometimes it's not, bro. Like, you just people just say dumb shit just so they can have a reaction or get people to agree with them, bro. I mean, that's cool, but I'd rather have somebody agree with something I can kind of convince them to like make them think a little different than what they right. were thinking before. 
And I'm not really into those kind of just straightforward. Like I can have a straightforward conversation, but that's not that's not what. I, but we're talking. We're, it's 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 football, so they understand that this is a game that children play, and <laughs> and people would people, most of those people in the league, yeah, they they love that money. But a lot of them would play football until the day they died. Like if they didn't make it, they would play semi-pro. They would be playing uh, right. arena. They would be playing. Some of those guys would would play football until the day that they cannot walk anymore. So. Thanks. It's so that's what we have to really understand that what this is, but it's just a lot of things that happen in football, where there's just 22 people on the field at one time. Whatever you see on the TV is just not what everything yeah, that happens in the game. Yeah, exactly. there's so much more that's going on into that game. So. For yeah. sure, man. I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. This is the Minute Podcast. It's brought to you by the good folks over at the Miller Creative Group. Make sure you check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247. Miller Creative Group, discover the one source difference. Also, our good friends over at Anchor Fence and Deck. Call my buddy Jalen up for a free estimate today. That's 904 859 Eight, one, or you can check them out online at anchorfence-deck.com. We all need someone to hold us down when times are tough, and everybody knows that nobody holds it down better than Anchor, Fence, and Deck. So, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to take on the Houston Texans. What's your prediction? Big W's. Big W's. Big dubs, big dubs. Third, like, I'm talking 32, 32, uh, 13. 32-13 type dubs. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And I'll I tell like you that. why. And this kind of goes into what I was talking about here with uh, with with the Dewey situation and what I said was a perfect mm. segue because you you have to really look at who the Houston Texans are now. Yeah, especially, right, like, especially in this very moment. Especially at this very moment. Right now, right. <laughs> yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Houston Texans are a terrible football team. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is we are Jaguar fans saying that and the yeah. nation called us a terrible football team before, but guess what? We had James Robinson. Yeah. We had DJ Chark. Yeah. We had even Gardner Minshew, who was at considered least, top twenty-five under twenty-five. Yeah, um, at least for at least for one good, really, really good game. Oh, well, we actually, two Allen. or three really good games actually. Right. We had Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We had a CJ Henderson who was looking to be proud. Like we had players. Yeah. The Houston a, Texans have nobody. No, they are bare booty naked. That shit is crazy. It's bad. <laughs> this is bad. And, and the thing is, is it's not that they have nobody. The Texans players know they have nobody. But do you understand, bro? They thought that they could hire a black coach <laughs> and, and, and then everything was just going to be okay. Yep. They say, hey, let me tell you. So you remember how we tried to uh, remember how we tried to get all the boys to come out and say those things about that boy? Well, you know, now now maybe we can get him to stay. Now he knows you can't go nowhere, but um let's go ahead and hire one of his partners. We're gonna hire one of his partners over here. Bro, you know how he did it, bro. This is bro, all he did, bro, is the same owner that said something about the inmates running the asylum or uh-huh. in the prison. Uh-huh. Bro, all he did was try to plant evidence and then search a cell. Uh-huh. That's all this he, is, bro. This ain't the first time this shit ever happened. He thought he'd go ahead and put a brother in charge. That was going to Yeah. Yeah, no. You're going to try to keep him in place. Like, no, just take this bitch. No, just take it. Take the plea. Take the plea. No, I got my own lawyer, man. Fuck you. What Dave Chappelle character was? The clan? 
I'm talking about uh, Clayton Bixby. Did they? Everybody, everybody Clayton Bixby. We got head coach Clayton Bixby over there. You brought in head coach Clayton Bixby. You got the you got Samuel L. Jackson from not Samuel L. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson from Django. Oh, yeah, talking about talking about yeah, yeah, man. Hey, just we just gonna make it better, man. Just you, just come on, man. It's just gonna be man. Fuck out of here with that. Yeah, what the fuck? It's gonna be lots of better. Come on up, get the Ooh. fuck out of here. Ain't nobody buying yeah. that. Well, they just said, who is this on that man? Like, no, man, that was not what's going on, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all really played it, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying, bro. That, that owner is racist as fuck. And so, fuck. and so it's just like they playing with this man's career, and he not letting them do that, bro. Fuck y'all. I got, I, y'all already gave me the bread, bro, and y'all got me fucked up, bro. I can't, I'm not, guess what? There's stuff going on, man. I can't play, bro. We got to get I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing, but I can't, I can't play under that. I can't play under that pressure. Yeah. I can't play on that. I can't perform. I have, I have anxiety. I have depression. I can't do nothing. I can come to practice and I can try to put on a, a brave face for the guys and, and talk to them, but I can't play. I am no, I have no shape to play. My mental is not there. I cannot do it. I'm so sorry, but I, I'll be here every single day and I'm going to put my heart into it every single day that I can. Yeah. I'm going to try to earn, I'm going to try to earn as much of this paycheck as I possibly can, but I definitely cannot play. Terrible. <laughs> It's terrible over there. And then they turn around and trade their best corner. Yeah. Best corner. And, and, that ain't going to happen for the locker room upset. Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson is the safety for the Texans. He's been there for yes. three seasons. He says, what <laughs> Lonnie Johnson says, shit is crazy. I don't mm-hmm. understand it, but go spin, bro. Like, yeah. the players are not happy with what's happening. No, they're not they're happy. Not, they're not happy. Anybody who signed to Houston. They got, they, their, they got, that, they got that eye They got that eye on that boy from Oklahoma. They said, fuck it, we're going to get this. They're trying to get Spencer Rattler. They're going to take the Spencer Rattler or, or somebody, or somebody else it. pop up. No, no, the owner wants Spencer. He's safe yeah. black. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of black. Yeah, he's kind of black. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it was good enough. He's like he's he's probably he might be safer, but he, I don't know. He might be. He's, I think he's edgy. He looked like that, but I, he might be a little edgier than Patrick Mahomes. He might. Yeah. Oh, he definitely. Yeah. Spencer, yeah. Like a fucking fool, Spencer Rattler. If they yeah. Spencer that's, Rattler, yeah, that's 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 black Baker man. <laughs> that young man there. That's a wild boy. Yes. Now but, I want you to think about this, bro. We talked a little off the air. But Vernon Hargraves, the person's gonna be on the eye. He's corner. <laughs> and, I, bro, and, I, bro, and I love all my gators, but, but but Vernon Hargraves is gonna be out there on the island. Dog. Vernon Hargraves is a forty-one point two overall rating mm-hmm. on PFF, the lowest cornerback rating for starting corners. Vernon mm-hmm. Hargraves forty-one point two overall. Uh, one report says at least we can all see if Vernon Hargraves the third in his 41.2 overall PFF grade can set a record for the most receptions and yards surrendered to a rookie quarterback on opening weekend. Hell, even Madden wouldn't start a 41.2 player, yet here we are. Shout out to that writer. Savage. We need him right in. I love it. Savage, bro. I fucking love it. Now I, I I went out. Now once I read that, I was like, I like this guy. So he yeah. has a few key points, things to consider, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of yeah. rattle them off to you a little bit. The Texans lead the Jaguars all-time series twenty-five to thirteen. I didn't yeah. know that. I wasn't aware of that. Texans have also won the last six meetings, bro. 
Yeah. Ever since we yeah. beat them, ever since we that ten sack, ever since twenty seventeen, uh-huh. I think we lost uh-huh. every time. Yep. This is the first game for both Texans head coach David Culley and Urban Meyer. The Texans 2020 offense averaged 370 yards uh, per game. There's no Deshaun Watson anymore. Jaguars 2020 offense averaged 326 yards per game. Uh, We now have Trevor. Tyrod Taylor passed 30 times for 16 completions, 208 yards, and a 75.4 passer rating last season. Before, before before the doctor punctured his lung, that was, we we didn't, I, I don't know we did talk about that, but that was yeah. something that was something else that was racist. How in the fuck do do you give him, you give him a shot put you give him a shot at his ribs and you puncture his life? I understand it's right there, but you jab the needle that deep into somebody, bro, and then just like I like Justin Herbert, but that is that's weirdly ironic. So I'm not gonna go on a too much of a too much on a, on nothing, but. That was wild, bro. People just kind of just didn't – they just blew that over like it was – like, that's extremely rare for that to happen. These people are supposed to be professionals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. I did. That, that, that was a crazy situation. And then he yeah, finds but, out right before the game and he has to start. Yeah. And it's in Kansas City. And uh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, but Tyron, yeah, but he, he's not going to – I know we know what he is, like you know what I'm saying. He can has he got he has a little touch. He can kind of hit some of those deep balls, but he he's a mobile guy too. And it's get him to move and have to try to throw on the run. That's I think what he doesn't want to do. Yeah. So they say he that, wants to sit. Uh, he wants to sit in the pocket to throw. So let's do this. How about this? So what we'll do here is we'll we'll, we'll go comparison for comparison because instead of just hollering out these stats, mm-hmm. I'd rather just ask you. Uh, Tyrod Taylor or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Golden Boy. Golden Boy. <laughs> David Johnson or James Robinson? I'm taking a spinner. Uh, Brandon Cooks or DJ Chark? I'm taking DJ. The Texans' defense or the Jags' defense? I'm taking our defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Christian. <laughs> Christian Kirksey or Shaq Griffin? Christian Kirksey. <laughs> you hate him so much. You hate Shaq. <laughs> You're a terrible person. A terrible bro, person. I do not. Uh, he has to show me something, bro. I do not think he's that good, bro. CJ Henderson or Vernon Hargraves? Oh, yeah, CJ. Let's go get us. Let's get on Gators Violence, but let's go get us. The CJ. Texans offensive line or the Jags yeah. offensive line? Ours, but I mean that's kind of like my default. I don't like my offensive line, but yeah, ours is still better. They're bad. That's they're still just better. The but yeah, the they're really bad. They are a bad football team, and we should go out here and dominate. If we do not go out here and dominate, it will not be because of Trevor Lawrence. It will not be because of the players. I fully, wholeheartedly believe it will be because of the coaching staff. It would have to be something it has to be the coaching staff. Well, I got to swap this. Yeah, there we go. See, now you're on the side of your cartoon. I'm on the side of mine. That's better. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, Two hours in. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, we're learning here. We're learning here. You know, you know, we're learning here. We're learning here. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. After this game, does Trevor Lawrence come in the office Demand a new contract 
and then walk out and say he's going to go work out? Does he pull a TJ Watt? Uh, no, I don't think he has the, the balls of TJ Watt yet. But shout out TJ Watt. <laughs> but shout out to TJ fucking Watt, man. That's you how you handle your fucking business, bro. Bro, he comes from bro, he comes from a, a, a already decent family before his brother was a superstar, a hundred yeah. million dollar maker. Now he's yeah. the second hundred million dollar maker, bro. These, these people are not are not hurting for money. They're not people. They're not regular people. They even they got before a subway football. in their backyard, Jay. Yeah, bro. They got a subway in their backyard. Saw it on the TV. Look, you know how those families look. You know how some of those Wisconsin families are. They live in Pewaukee. Yeah, with those big, with some big old, big old houses. They got indoor pools, outdoor pools. They got basketball. They got everything. Baseball, diamond in the little pitching mounds on the backyard. It was going crazy. All that. They got everything. (laughs) Yeah, man. The Watts are crazy. Yeah, yeah, the Watts are crazy. And and look at Sam, and that's no that's nothing against his talent because there's nothing he's a hell of a fucking player. And he told him, bro, this is told what he say, he told his agent, like, bro, like stop trying to get the most like you don't have to try to get the most money. I'm guessing right. that's well, reports are reports are he walks in the office like what's the hold up? What yeah. what the fuck is going on? What's happening? Yeah. And they say, Well, the the hold up is, you know, with the agent. You know, he, he's asking for more money. Well, what's the line? They said, oh, it's guaranteed $80 million, $28 million a year. Yeah, $28 million a year, $80 million, highest paid defensive player in the league. Yeah. I said, okay, hey, you know what? Shakes hands. Sounds good yeah. to me. I'm going to go get a fucking workout and I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? That's how you handle that shit, bro. Let's say your agent, a lot of these agents just be getting in the way. Yeah. What you <laughs> just Another 10? Another yeah, 10 no. million. Appreciate you, but that's for yeah. you, big dog. That's not yeah. for me. Yeah, he won another, what is it, uh, 3%, uh, 10 million? Yeah. I don't, that's, 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 what, that's what Uchi says. Uchi yeah, says that's what he, he got Luke Jokers. I, I question all of you his. Get, Uche said you get 40% goes to the government, 3% to your agent, and the rest is yours. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to stop saying his name on my podcast because he got Luke Jokers <laughs> his first start at left tackle. Oh man! All right, let's get a prediction. Let's get a prediction. <laughs> Big Marcus has us twenty-four fourteen Jags. Uh, Agent K has it. Motherfucking what I say? Uh, he said thirty-one to thirteen. Thirty-two thirteen or thirty-two thirteen. I like that one. What'd you say? Uh, I didn't yet, but I <laughs> think we'll be. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's a 17-point win except for uh, opposed to what? Uh, 18 or 19-point win? 18. I think I think we went th- I think we went uh, I think we went by three scores. Like it. I like it. Trevor Lawrence over or under 300 yards passing. Uh I think a little under. I would Love for it to be over, but I'm thinking I'm thinking like 250, 225 to 250. But if we have to end up throwing the ball for some reason, it could be 300. But I'm gonna go for like 225, 250, so under. All right, Trevor Lawrence, two touchdown line, a one and a half touchdown line, over or under. Over. Taking over. <clears throat> Um, Trevor Lawrence, point 
five interception is the line over. You said one point five. No, point five. Point five. Uh, over. I think he throws a pick. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. All right, cool, 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 cool. Five. All right, see. I was gonna. I gotta go opposite. I knew you were gonna go under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. I, I just can't. I can't see them getting a fucking pick. Yeah. I can't yeah. see if he, if he gets three touchdowns and he end up does end up going for three or four three hundred something yards, I think he throws the ball for like thirty five or forty times. He might throw a pick. Right. Something might something might happen like how Little Fournette cost Tom Brady a pick. So that's could. what I'm. That's that's what I'm taking into consideration. Jersey Jaguar said Trevor's getting three touchdowns. God damn it. Yeah, I like it. Shout out Jersey Jaguar, man. Three touchdowns. I like that. Three tutties? Three tutties. Three, three tutties and James Robson get him one or two. Ooh. So maybe, hopefully a special team. What if we come out and score 40? I mean, that'll be, that would be even lovely if we came It'll out be score like 40. It'll be like last year all over again. Everybody scored Lambo. 40 except us, but yeah. so we scored 40 this time. Yeah. Lambo, we get some good kicks in. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it, man. Hey, listen, we appreciate all y'all for tuning in, man. This is the Minute Teal Podcast. It is brought to you by the good folks over at the Miller Creative Group. Let's show them some love on the way out the door. CG, our group of talented designers, can take your ideas and create something special. Been needing to wrap your vehicle to promote your business? Or maybe creating new business cards to stand out in your field? Maybe you're looking to create a memorable gift for a friend. Call us today and speak with a member of our staff and let us handle your vision so you can focus on what's important. Call 904-771-5855 or visit mcg247.com for more information. 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing. We're just better, duh. And like I told you before, storm season is almost gone, but the damage has been done. Some of y'all got privacy fences looking like fishnet stockings. I don't tell you, Jay, know about fishnet stockings. He got some girls. I seen the Instagram posting. He got some girls. Close friends, close friends, close friends. As Jay is certified lover boy. And some of y'all also just yeah, want to add you. a <laughs> the pets in the fenced in yard and what that brings you. You want your deck redone. Well, Paula and Dan, the Freemans, they got you covered. Anchor, fence, and deck can bring you those beautiful backyard dreams you've been having. It can bring them to life. So call my buddy Jalen for a free estimate today at 904-859-5481. Or you can check them out online at anchorfence-deck.com. We all need someone to hold us down when times are tough and nobody holds it down. I said nobody holds it down better than Anchor, Fence, and Deck. Bro, we done finally got through a show that mattered again. I'm telling you, dog. <sighs> bro, the NFL is back, bro. The NFL is back, bro. And like I said, I think this is it's going to be a lot different. We gonna It's going to be a lot more. It's, we always going to be, you already know, Jags is super, super heavy. But this NFL season is going to be very, very interesting, dog. It's it's another COVID year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
So it's going to be a lot of headlines, a lot of storylines, a lot all over the league. And then honestly, all that stuff kind of it wraps into each other. So there's going to be a lot of coverage of a lot of stuff on here, man. So just, hey, just stay tuned, man. We about to, about to go up this year, man. Up. Yes, sir. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Make sure you get tuned in with us every week as we come live to you on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Also tune in for the post-game show following the game. Make sure you stay with us, man. Stay rocking with us. Make sure you hop in that Minute Hill podcast. Pick them. Make sure that you uh stay in the group. If you're not in there, join it on Facebook, Minute Hill Podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms at Minute Hill Podcast. Except Twitter, that's Minute Hill Pod. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Men and Tail Podcast. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell them all. Shout out to us for getting through the first show of the season. Thank you, thank you, thank let's you. Go, you let's go. Oh, no, hold on. The, the season hasn't started yet, according to somebody. <laughs> so the, so the season doesn't start until, until, until the. Is it, is it until after the first game or until the Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I am your host, the Hot Take Hooligan Agent K. That's the Cannabis Analyst Agent K, and uh, we are out of there. Next.